Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology Out of the Ivory Tower and Back into the Hands of the Invisible Church Theology coming to you live from my basement. Thanks for listening, folks. With me today, I have Dove and Joey, as per the usual. We're back. What's up? We're back for more. Back for more punishment. Okay. <laughs> that, wait, who's, ba- who's back, being punished? <laughs> we're, ba- we're back to bash Hollywood even further. Yeah, well, we, we, actually, it's, it's, <laughs> I would say that it's, a, it's like a, a two-way punishment. We're back to punish our listeners with more... <laughs> with, <laughs> With more with pessimistic rhetoric about <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> and, and, and we are, are also back for punishment because we continue to return to Hollywood to accept the slop and the crap that they that throw to so us true. from the table. But, yeah. but we go in with our... With, hey, man, sometimes, with an, sometimes with an there open, are gems, right? We're, we're That's going, what we hope no, 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 for. We're going in for with open critical minds. That's open critical minds, but I also think yes. that we are sifters, right? Yeah. Through all that... That dirt and grime. We there know, are we some know. gems that arise yeah. from the mix. And that's what we're, we're looking doing. for. We know what we're doing. I don't know that we're talking about those in particular today, but <laughs> that we we know what we're doing. I I, I certainly I know hope so. Know what we're doing. Okay. Anyway, so let's get it started off uh, today. We're doing starting off with three little picks, then we're going to the main uh, big ticket item. We're going to go with um, uh, Wonder Woman today. We're going to talk yes. about that, and then we're going to Wonder be doing Woman. Our list. Today. The Wonder of Women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good, good one. Um, we're going to be talking about our list today, which are three times you were impressed by a non-actor. And I will explain more on that when we get to it. Okay, starting it off with three little picks. Stub, your first. Go ahead. Uh, I had a suicide watch, okay, which suicide you watched watch. with me. Yes, so you can, you can second this In one. In fact, I rented the movie. You did? I did. And then something I found out about this podcast, I'm now watching things that I would never watch. <laughs> I, I, because I, be, I, just for the I sake of uh, just for the sake. No, it's true. Just for the sake of you know talking about it. So well, anyway, well, yeah, I mean so, that, that might be true. Watch. I uh, Athena won't let me actually. I keep every time we go to the Red Box, I'm like, let's get the Great Wall. Come on, I want to see it. <laughs> I need to report on it on the podcast. <laughs> and she's funny, like, No, we're no, not watching that you, movie. You know what? It's funny you mentioned. It's that. funny you mentioned. Oh, is that the this is the movie? It's <laughs> funny you mentioned the Great Wall. Listen, I knew it was going to be bad, and it was bad. Oh, you guys got me. But not as bad. As Assassin's Creed. Yes. Okay. Assassin's Creed was worse. Now, The yes. Great Wall, um, it was pretty dumb. And sometimes I wonder why certain actors do movies like that. Yeah, why and I really don't, I don't know. Like, I'm sitting there going, why do you... Why, I, mm. Maybe he was offered a ton of money. I don't yeah, know. My, my question about that movie, was that an American-made movie for Americans, or was that a Chinese-made movie for the Chinese? Like, was that for I had heard that it was a Chinese-made movie for Americans. Yeah, has that ever that, worked? That, that might make sense. I don't know. You got to put Donnie Yen in things. When Donnie Yen is in yes. things, things yes. are cool. Yes, that's, that's, well, that, that, I, I love that's Donnie true. Yen. But I, I mean, everything. I, I I sent that article to you when the movie came out originally, and that's what they had kind of said that that like they had been the the producers of the movie had like really been criticizing American films, like oh, it's like actiony trash, and we're right. going to do something really great that American right. audiences are going to love. We're going to give and them then Chinese they came up with actiony this. trash, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to give you the same thing except worse. <laughs> uh, so well, sorry. not worse. You Wes, said it wasn't as bad as Assassin's Creed. So. <laughs> yeah, wait, sorry. Wes just texted me and he's asking me what, if I have off of work on Wednesdays, and now he's Luke. I feel like my I'm, phone. I anyway. feel like I'm echoey. I don't know if you should 
turn me up or lower my reverb or what? You're definitely not echoey, bro. Oh, okay. Just in my no, headphones. Bro. Just in your headphones. So okay. anyway, about this, it actually had a cool concept. Sorry, okay. It was a cool concept. Like, you know how they had the, they had the soldiers? The armor was kind of cool, it was. in my opinion. Yeah. It kind of looked like sort of Power Ranger-y, but yeah, I think they did. did they did a good job with the armor and the clothing. Power yeah. Ranger-y? And, yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. They were walking around. You had, like, the purple battalion. You had, like, right. the yellow battalion, the blue battalion. And they all did different things. They all did different things. Now, it wasn't, oh, it, it's not cool. as dumb as you think of. Like, yeah. when you actually see it, like, like, wow, okay, they did a really good – they had a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, Lots there were a people, ton man. of people on the wall. And I was thinking to myself – Dang, I mean, they really got these people up in this wall. Like, well, I mean, they're, they, they are in China. I mean, I don't think they're hurting for extras. That's, that's probably, probably, that's probably true. <laughs> but um, so the concepts are cool. The armor was cool, and they had different commanders for different units. Um, and But that was about the only thing that was cool about it. Yeah. Right? Everything the, else was yeah. pretty there dumb. Was a, there's the a, monsters <clears throat> were dumb. Yeah, the monsters. There's a dragon you know, in it. How'd that look? The dragon. Well, they were all dra- dragons. They were all technically dragons. Yeah. Um, and the... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I didn't then, see it. And then so it got really kind of overwhelming, way over the top towards the end, when uh, the when all the um, dragony thingies were just uh, climbing on top of each other to get to the top. Yeah. Okay. You know, and uh, so they, they they communicate telepathically, <laughs> right? The, the monsters, and then what did they do? They, well, it's they, like they a tune. It's like it's they like had the to throw queen. something. Well, the, oh, a magnet. Yeah. The magnet yeah. was the thing that messed up their. Their communication because they, right. they communicated through sound. I think is what they were doing. The queen would send out like a pitch, right? And that to kill and the that queen. would the pitch the pitch would affect the soldiers. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Drones. Sometimes I think instead of reviewing movies, we should just describe them. And I think that says everything <laughs> our our listeners need to know about a movie. That's true. We're just, just listening to you describe that a plot. I was like, I no, I'm not gonna like, that movie. And this guy was like, like Matt Damon a magnet was, thing. He and was like communicated telepathically. Matt, Matt Damon was like, if you ever played like NBA Jam, he was like Legolas on fire with his <laughs> arrows. He was like, they had these set of eyes that are in their shoulders, the mm-hmm. dragons, and he like it was like can't miss, man. That's yeah. kind of cool. Like I've got, I'm going between the legs. I'm going behind the back. I'm going yeah. falling, you know, doing flips, and I'm gonna it was you definitely know, over the two, top. Two arrows at the same time. Two arrows, right? Two arrows into both eyes of one of them. Wow. Right. Completely unnecessary. We've got a million of these things. And, and I would argue maybe even physically impossible since the eyes are on the side of them and not in the front. Right. I don't know how he made that shot. So, and then one, but one monster gets over the wall and takes out like a hundred people. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wow, they got no shot, but somehow they pulled it off. Now, I will say this about this movie. It wasn't very campy. It wasn't like no, the oh, okay. smart, the smart one liner, like, you know, the yeah. girl offs a dragon and turns around and says, who's next or anything dumb like yeah, that. Right. You know, it wasn't very campy. I have to hand it to, the, to whoever made it. It yeah. wasn't very campy. Matt Damon did a good job in acting. it. Too. But yeah, but the problem was like, what was he like? He was like the, the the pseudo accents that were going on in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like he was sure like the pseudo yeah, Irishman. He was, he was with a pseudo <laughs> Spanish guy, and they were with pseudo Chekhov Slovakians. I have no idea because there was just like the, I'm just going to do this accent, and then you know I'm talking differently, but it's supposed to be this weird sort of uh, pseudo Irish, pseudo whatever accent. I was like, dude, what are you? I have no yeah. idea what you are. Yeah. So and, it was, and it's pretty yeah. crazy that an Irishman would be trouncing around in China looking for gunpowder. Right. <laughs> So it gets like oh, a, I found dragons. When they have whiskey, yeah. they have whiskey. Why do you need gunpowder? Yeah, and it gets it gets a good solid three out of ten. All right, but you know, and I would give it that. But you Didn't know, what? Assassin's Creed get two. Assassin's Creed Just probably off. barely scraped by a one. Okay, just because, <laughs> just because there were kind of some cool fights. Oh, Michael because Fassbender. Michael Fassbender, Michael Fassbender, Fassbender 
rooting yeah. for you. You know that was the name of our la- that was the name of our last podcast. Is Michael Fassbender needs to be in more stuff, more good stuff. Yeah, so he's right, being yeah. wasted. He yeah. is being wasted. Michael Fassbender. Robin, what, if Robin you're listening, we love you. Michael what Fassbender. Need, what if you're listening, you better get working on Robin Hood right now. Yes. This yeah. Is that, this is please. going on too long. Please. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that he needs like a, a really good director to pick him up. You know how that sometimes happens? Like a yes. good director yes. like works with an actor and yes. they're like, "Ooh, I love you," and then yes. they're like, "In the next L- three little, movies." Little side note, okay? Um, uh, with the three directors that are still creating original stuff, you got um, uh, Wes, not the only Wes, three. Well, not the only three, but okay. the, the three main: Wes Anderson, mm-hmm. right? Um, Wes Anderson. You have the Coen Brothers, yeah, and you have um, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here, here's a question. Who's Quentin Tarantino's guy? He's got one guy. It's like in all of his movies. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Yeah, Jackson, boy. right? Okay. 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 Oh. Coen Brothers. Who do they got? Uh, George, George Clooney. Clooney. No, not George Clooney. Well, I don't hold think on, he hold did. On, hold on. I, we've talked about this, and I thought I disagreed with you because I thought George Clooney had been in more of them. But um, I don't remember the, who They do said. use George Clooney a, a lot. lot. A lot. A lot. But I think their guy is John Goodman. Oh, oh I think okay. Their guy that's is right. John Goodman is in a lot of their movies. I think their guy is John Goodman. And Wes Anderson... Is, is it uh, Bill Murray? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. Very cool. good job. Yeah, thank good you. job. I, I knew I invited hey, on. Yo, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out and say, too, Christopher Nolan's guy is Tom Hardy. Really? Yeah. Even Dunkirk, Tom Hardy's the pilot. Isn't this only the second so, time? No, 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 no. Batman? Batman? Yeah. Dunkirk? Dunkirk. And, uh, and the Inception. One Inception. 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 Inception mm. was his first uh, first Nolan movie, actually. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who directed... Um, uh, the Revenant. Oh, that's oh, um. It's yeah, a. Uh, I believe he's. Uh, sp- I think he's Spanish. I'm not sure of his oh, name. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. It, it's it's somebody who I was not familiar with. Yeah. Anyway, Rabbit Trail. So anyway, Great Wall. Kind of a fun little thing to watch if you want to watch it. Um, not that great. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> so if you want to watch something dumb, <laughs> right? The casual moviegoer might like it. Right. Yeah. That's definitely. Like that that's definitely. Your your wife and kids are away for the morning, and you got this really cool breakfast. <laughs> and you ha- yeah, well, it's a it's a bowl of raisin bran. Yeah, and you're yeah. by yourself and in you're your in yourself. your underwear, yeah. and you just you're like, I want to watch some. They're not going to be back yeah. in until ninety minutes from now. So, I'm great, watch great this. wall is your movie. That's right, great wall <laughs> is it, 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 it. Great wall is not the best, but it's a a decent selection if you're interested. Um, yeah, the, uh, for, the, for the Revenant, I'm, I wasn't. Sh- I can't read this director's name. It's Alejandro Gonzalez. I'm not sure about the last name. Okay, so. Alejandro Gonzalez is good enough. Okay, yeah, say, yeah, no more. say no okay, more. Okay, I just wasn't sure where you're going. So. What's your selection for Three Little? Oh picks, yes, for Three Little Picks, I also have a Suicide Watch. Okay, but um, maybe a positive one. Okay, no, hey, no, I, like I had a, a positive one. I thought it was. Well, no, because <laughs> I, I don't know that a three out of ten I, is positive. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. I meant, I meant the last one I had was King Arthur. It was like hit or miss, but it ended. Oh up being yeah, real yeah, good. that's true. Yes. You did have one. Yeah. That's so, right. so maybe going off of this, although I think you're going to probably be more positive about King Arthur than I was about this one. Okay. I just, I kind of expected it to be really bad. I okay. wasn't sure going in, and then I kind of expected it to be okay, really I'm bad, and, and it wasn't. So I saw the Mummy. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Really? So Mummy, yeah, with Tom Cruise. Okay. Um, hmm. I was a. I understood that the the old ones were kind of campy, but like I really liked them. Right. Um. With uh, the first uh, one, but, was but, really but Brendan Fraser, Fraser, but he did yeah, a good job. I know exactly. Really Brendan Fraser, really good job. I know. Surprisingly good job. I, I thought good. the I thought the first one was excellent. I thought the second one was actually pretty good. Obviously, the third one was not. We right. don't speak about that one. Right. And the right. mummy, anyway. the bad guy in the mummy was good too. Whatever whoever that actor was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He was a good. So so I like the old ones. Um, emotive, emotive. I, I really like the old ones. And so when I saw the commercials for this, I was like, ew. 
Uh-huh. I just was like totally <laughs> off of it. I was like, no. Ew. I was like, I can like Tom Cruise in certain settings, right, but right, I was right, like, right. I was like to replace it is a Brendan little, it Fraser. Is a little weird. Yeah. It is a little weird. And then the yeah. the, the the like, it's not his thing. The trailer was like. I didn't understand like what the whole point of it was. I just was like, do we really need to reboot this? Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise yeah. needs to be around technology. Yes. Yeah, that's his. Thing. I've heard. I've heard that it's a Universal's doing a whole reboot and all the. Yeah, so stuff. we're gonna. That's why I wanted to report. Okay, that's right. why I wanted to report on this because okay. I'm actually kind of excited about this. Okay. So, Me too. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess the the execs or the producers at Universal they sat around a table and they said Warner Bros is making all this money off of a DC universe. Disney's making all this money off of a Marvel universe. What do we have that we can make a universe off of that we can make a ton of money off That's of? Right. The old horror films. And so they're yeah. doing dark. U- they're smokes. doing dark universe, right? Oh yeah. And so I so they this. they yeah, are doing works. a cinematic universe where um, they're getting sweet. big actors to play horror characters that they're reviving. So they're going to have Frankenstein. They're going to have Dracula. They're going to have the Mummy. They're going to have um, the Invisible Man, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Holy um, smokes. I, I think uh, it's great. I think it's cool. Oh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Shut oh. up. Yeah. So they all these characters. Do, they better do that one right or I'm going to be mad. Well, hold on. Here's the well, You say Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Yes. Hyde? Guess what? Uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde is in The Mummy, and it's amazing. Oh, okay. Are you serious? Russell Crowe. Oh, Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. It's probably the best part of the movie, honestly. Oh, it's dude, you awesome. spoiled it for me. It's not a surprise. Spoiler like, alert. Yeah, I did spoil it, didn't I? You <laughs> did spoil it. I'm wondering yeah. if you should like edit in spoilers yeah. before I do that oh to the rest God. of our audience. <laughs> oh, my word. The best thing that came out of The Mummy, I think, was, ju- was just that. Here, join me. Emotep. Yes. Emotep. The best thing... Uh, what they need to do is is they need to take and they need to take his face with with the uh, you know the makeup on and put emo tap mm-hmm. you know <laughs> emo yes. emo tap anyway but uh, I think the, the best emo tap t-shirts the, the, the best thing that came out of the mummy in, in my opinion wait we should do an, we should make the, an emo revival band called emo tap emo tap <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> um the the best thing that came out of the uh the mummies I, in, in my opinion. Uh, was just the name Unaksuna Moon. I just oh, like yeah, saying right, that right, name. Right. Cool. It is an awesome I just like name. shouting it. Yeah. Unaksuna Moon. You know, I don't know what it is, but I just like saying that, was that name. That was his girl, man. That's right. Yeah. She betrayed him at the end. Spoiler. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> and also, I mean, that wasn't a huge spoiler. Like, honest, like, like, like he, like Doctor Jekyll shows up like in the first five minutes of the movie. Okay. So, okay. Like, okay. Like, All right. Yeah. All right. So All I'm right. just so saying. I'm just saying that Doctor Jekyll like is in so this you, movie. You actually. And obviously, if Doctor Jekyll's there, then you know that like Hyde isn't. You know, is isn't far behind. Mm. So okay. So, but we uh, get our we get our glimpse at him in this movie, which right. it was really promising. Was in some ways the more the most promising part of the movie. Wow. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a bad movie. Um, what I liked about it was, um, that, that I think they're bringing to the table that might be a little bit different. I um really love old horror movies, right? Mm. Like kind of the ones that they're they're like the, they're going off of, right? But um, horror for me today is just too much. Like, mm-hmm. there's just way too much. It's just it's. It's too yeah, like it's, over the top. It's too like what can we do that's just grotesque and disgusting yeah, and just like the yeah. bottom of the barrel gross. And yes. so there's very few horror movies I even bother to watch. Um, and it's not really my thing. So what I was excited about this was they really sort of changed. Um, I kind of thought they were going to go the Marvel and the DC route and just it's just going to be like an action movie. It's going to be the campy like one liners kind of yes. a thing. Right. Yeah. They actually um, based on some of the writers they've gotten kind of in the universe and stuff like that. It looks like they're going to go be going for like a mixture of action horror. Like they actually are trying to include mm-hmm. horror into it, but more like PG thirteen horror. Right, right. So there are actually some legitimate scares like in the movie that are pretty cool. Like wow, cool, so um man. yeah so it so 
Overall, there are definitely some things that I was like, okay, this is a little bit like predictable, like action movie. But there were other parts of it that were really surprising to me and like and really good. So I kind of went okay. into it going, this is not going to be good. And I came out like, okay, okay I'm pleasantly surprised and excited for the future. It, I think the dark universe idea is going to be really cool. Um, yeah, to, I think it's cool to too. To all of our listeners, it is amazing how good a movie can be if you go in with terrible expectations. Yeah, that's true too. It, it really is. And it's yep. amazing how terrible a movie can be if yep. you go in with high expectations. I was, I'm thinking of a movie right now, but I think you know what it and, is. And, um, and Tom Cruise, I would also say that Tom Cruise actually does a great job. Yeah. Like in this movie, I was really impressed. He channels his uh, uh, interview with a vampire persona, uh, yes. and it like works perfectly. Okay. So really, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. There was maybe like there was like maybe like one or two semi campy moments. We, we are right? going to do that, a list eventually of our top ten favorite actors or top five favorite actors of all time. Top, and oh gosh, and, top ten. And, yeah, that that one 10. just might be its own single podcast. You know, because we'd have to talk about that for forever, <laughs> forever. And yeah. uh, I, and I scrutinize everybody else. Yeah. And, and I also I also want to say that I, I want to do a list of like. Actors who you just, no matter what happens, you just can't hate them. You, though you try, you yeah. just can't hate them. And Tom Cruise is probably number my number one actors who I just try to hate him, but I just can't after I watch a movie. I can't do it. That, I, whole, I that whole nonsense back in the day when he was jumping on the couch and saying, I love Katie Holmes. Yeah, and the world. Um, Scientology was weird. Everyone was making fun of him. He had the Scientology thing going. He had jumping up on Oprah's couch, and uh, South Park was making fun of him, and everyone was laughing at Tom Cruise, and I thought, this guy's a jerk. And for some reason, I went to go see Mission Impossible 3, and I walked out saying, I love Tom Cruise. I just can't <laughs> hate him. I can't hate him. Yeah. He's and then actor. ever since then, he's been pretty much below the radar. So, so you um, give it a solid six out of ten. I'd say, yeah, six or seven, okay. somewhere right. in there. Yeah, okay. somewhere in there. Okay. So I think it's I think it shows promise for the future. There's some parts. There's some real scenes that are like really good. Okay. There's some other parts I was kind of like this is kind of predictable. Okay. Um, but you know, for a first one, I I was impressed. So okay. and I think where it ends is really promising for the future of Dark Universe. Okay. So, nice. And they've also they've already casted Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man, and they've casted um. Oh shoot, um, the guy who was the 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 main villain in the new Pirates movie. Why am I forgetting? Oh, Javier yeah. Bardem. Yeah, Javier. Yeah, Javier Bardem. Um, Javier Bardem is Frankenstein, so which is going to be awesome, I think. Wow. So, wow. Dang. He's not going to yep. have to act much for that one. <laughs> um, okay, so with with that story, I'm going to do a Netflix gem. Okay. And I'm going to recommend to the the people. Uh, listening that there was a movie made a while back. Um, this movie is probably a good 15 years old. Um, and it, when it came out, the concept is so good. The concept is freaking awesome. I love the concept. It was media. It was execute, executed in a mediocre way. Uh, Dove, you, I think you're with me when we saw it. And I'm not sure if you've seen it, Joey, but the movie is called League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> now, this movie, the the yeah. concept is is incredible because what it does is it's about um, a lot of the characters that were written about um, it kind of in the same time period. We're talking about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde uh, and uh, Alan Quartermain. Now, who is that, Joey? Oh, um, I, I know, know this, him. but I'm um, I'm I trying to think of the name of the book. It's um, these none of these guys were Lewis Carroll anybody. No, no, no. They, they, these got, were Jules uh, Verne's. Jules right? Verne. I don't think it was only Jules Verne. We had Victor Hugo. I think had some okay. characters in here. Um, uh, who wrote Who wrote Dracula? Um, Bram Stoker. That's Bram, Bram Stoker. Stoker. Bram Stoker right. uh, so you had Bram. different characters, and also you had Mark Twain. Uh, Mark Twain, because uh, because uh, Twain. That's right. Because uh, Huck Finn and, uh, and uh, Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer yeah. Tom Sawyer's right. in it. It's just just a brilliant, so, yeah. brilliant plot yeah. to have all these people meet and and become this kind of King Solomon's Minds. That was it. Okay, King yeah. Solomon's Mind. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. I had read it, but I couldn't remember. Okay, 
So it'd be cool to have Lewis they, they Carroll. They take all these period pieces. For the, we're talking like in the late 1800s. We're talking like right. late 1800s, and they take all these people. Picture and they of Dorian put, Gray. Yeah, uh, Dorian right, Gray. Right. Yeah, but Dorian Gray, and we also have Captain Nemo, mm-hmm. uh, yep. Lucy Harkness from uh, uh, Dracula, mm-hmm. um, Doctor Jekyll, of course, um, and uh, who else was in there? I'm sorry. Well, and her name oh, is not Tom Lucy Sawyer, Harkness. It's Mina Harker. Harker. Yeah. Uh, Mina, Mina Harker, Harker, but you're also dude. it wasn't Mark Twain as the author. You're talking about, isn't it? Is it's, it is it's it Tom, Tom Sawyer. Th- it's yes, Tom Sawyer. I'm, I'm saying right, Tom yeah. Sawyer. Uh, the, yeah. Mark Twain's character. Was yeah, there. the Invisible Man too. The Invisible Man. Yes, um, yes, Rodney yeah, Skinner. Right. Yes, right. And, and uh, so they had all these characters meet, and they all worked together to to defeat this bad guy. Now, uh, I recommend <laughs> that movie because you know it's just really cool to be like, okay, what would happen if we took all these characters out of the books and made them meet? You know, it was really cool. Yeah. So, um, Shane West, I mean, uh, you know, whatever happened to that guy, I have no idea. That's going to be a list we're going to do eventually. Yeah. Whatever happened. Whatever happened. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, ha- whatever happened. To, yeah. A walk to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody remembering him now. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. I forgot he yeah, was man, in that. Thank a, you for yeah, that connection. Okay. So, those are the. Uh, oh, wow. What? One guy in here is credited as Ishmael. Oh, really? And I'm not sure if it's yeah. the oh, the Ishmael from Toby Dick. Absolutely, Dick. that yeah. would be cool, dude. They should have Lewis Carroll's people in there too. They yeah, should have, they should have a uh, what's his name funding everything. Who? Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. That's not that's Lewis, Lewis Carroll. That's, that's, that's Charles Dickens. Dickens. Oh, that's Dickens, Chuck Dickens. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's Charles Dickens. I don't think they had any Charles Dickens characters no, in that movie. They didn't, as far as I know. Edit that out because that sounded really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I think oh, we yeah, might have to keep that. that. I think we might have to keep that one. All right, emote, So that's your that's your recommendation. That's my recommendation. It's such a good movie. It really is. It was it was it was executed in a mediocre way. It was it was just it's just an okay execution. But just the fact that they did this and tried it was really cool. It I don't know. Really I mean, the cool. thing is, I feel like if you watch it now after you've watched this flush of action movies, uh-huh. it, it's not as good. But back in the day, like before we kind of had that, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. Mm. There are some parts about it that are definitely not the best. Yeah. Um, and it's a little politically correct. Captain Nemo is this like weird Indian dude. And it's like, he's definitely not Indian, you know? Yeah. He was Indian. He's got like a turban and he, and he fights people with like this, you know, saber. <laughs> it's it's weird. They had these cool, they had these really cool, they had some cool fights. Well, it's based off of the comic book. And I'm trying to think if the comic book did that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's, that's, um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is related to, um, all of the different comics like, uh, V for Vendetta, um, and a watch watchman. They're like all, um, Frank Miller. Huh? Frank Miller. No, they're not Frank Miller. It's, oh, okay. um, one second. I can't remember. Can't believe I'm, forgetting his name uh alan moore thank you um all the alan moore comics were like like i think they made one of them and it did really well and so they just made like all of them oh, okay. and so yeah, yeah. so um okay. yeah so they did <clears throat> so they did uh leave extraordinary gentlemen watchmen v for vendetta they're all him yeah but he's came out, to uh, be fair he's very um like liberal too okay. so that's maybe why you had you had that in leave extraordinary gentlemen right okay so, so that's um, that was that came out in hmm. 2003 and that actually starred sean connery Yep. So know, he did a good job. Well, I guess yes. maybe then it wasn't very politically correct. So no, it didn't have anything in it that was like. <laughs> I just no. was thinking, Sean Connery. The, the, like the I movie is Sean... not defined by its political correctness. Oh no, which is. Which but is I also, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if the book described Captain Nemo that way. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm anyway, that's my recommendation now. for that's my Netflix gem. Uh, I, I think I have seen it on Netflix before. Every now and then it comes out, goes on and comes off. But yeah, they, I think Netflix. all those Alan Moore movies do. Like you'll find Watchmen here and there, and then you'll find you'll find Viva Vendetta, and then you right. find yeah League. 
Okay, so moving on to the big ticket item. Wonder Woman has come out in the last uh, couple weeks. Um, Been making some records in the box office. Uh, Big time. Everyone is excited about the... Big time. Beat Deadpool. uh, Beat Deadpool? Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm happy about that or not. Uh, Maybe I am. But uh, which is different? Which yeah? Which I I hate more this crass and crude, you know, um, representation of all of America's desires to, you know, to soil the comic book. I want to ask Joey too about. Did you see the next Deadpool trailer? Yeah, of course. Did you? Were you disturbed by that at all? I thought that was a very weird and disturbing trailer. Well, dark. It's. I mean, I mean, Deadpool is just dark humor. Like that's all it is. I know, but how he, how he lets the guy die. And, just, and then, yeah, like, lays on like his body. Like, yeah, and just, yeah. it's like, it's really weird. Even even beyond, it's like, okay, I don't know. It's the direction we're heading in Hollywood. I mean, this is this was inevitably going to happen, that we would we would develop a taste for these kinds of things. And I'm like, I'm not laughing. You know, I know I'm supposed yeah. to. It's supposed to be funny. It's just not, yeah. it was disturbing. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, de- it's definitely disturbing. But, I mean, that's, I don't know, there's... There's this weird twist, and so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Kind of, this is maybe like a chicken or an egg situation because I'm not sure what came first, whether it was people's taste changed or whether these heroes changed and that caused people's right. taste to change. But I just like I don't know when when Deadpool was originally sort of written and comically, like and a lot of it was supposed to disturb you because it was like dark comedy. That's kind of the right. point. Like dark comedy is kind of make you just supposed to kind of like should I be laughing or should right. I be questioning this? It's right, kind of right. the point of dark comedy. Yes. And yeah. um and but. But people really find Deadpool like hilarious, yeah. and so like people right. were like laughing because well, of course because that, that trailer right well that, and that trailer and that trailer came out um was was came out with Logan like yeah, it, right. it was at the beginning of Logan and so like you know we're in the theater and like everyone's laughing and yeah, so and right. so yeah so like it's almost like we've bypassed that whole like should we be laughing well you know what's we funny? like I, stop asking ourselves yeah. that question about dark comedy that's true and, so. I, and I know we're going down a rabbit trail but I, I you know I should say when I saw it the first time I was laughing in the beginning. When he's trying to get on, yeah. when he's trying to dress in the yeah. boat, I that part was funny. It was after he got shot, and then he goes out there and he's just kind of like, oh I'll man, on oh you know, he's just laying yeah. on. It's like okay, there's, well, our, well, there's our heroes now. There he is. Well, that was I don't know. I mean, so, I mean, something else that kind of reminds me of that too is like, now part of it I think was maybe the acting jobs, but I mean, you know, there were lots of people who kind of like in both Suicide Squad and The Dark Knight that have just like, like think that the Joker is like the hero. Like he's the one that makes the most sense. Right. Like I know that maybe Christian Bale's acting job was not as good as Heath Ledger's in The Dark Knight, so I could see why you would say like Joker was better in that way. But like from a worldview standpoint, you can't well, that, really that, argue the, for the Joker's yeah. worldview. The thing but about lots of people do. The thing about all this is, is Ryan Reynolds totally sells it. You know, he sells it very well. He sells what whatever you know Deadpool needs to be. He sells it very well. He is Deadpool, yeah. just like Heath Ledger is Joker. You know, he is Deadpool. Yeah. And he, he does, he does a really he, good job of selling that persona. He does it, you could say, uh, maybe not as well, almost as well, maybe as even uh, Robert Downey Jr. To be fair, a lot of times these characters have become more their, those actors than the actors become the characters, though. I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. Heath Ledger's Joker. Heath Ledger's Joker is incredible from a cinematic standpoint, but is not comic book accurate. And Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is much more Deadpool's crass. Don't get me wrong, but but based off the Deadpool comics I've read, Deadpool comic wise, maybe because the writers are better, Deadpool comic wise is just much more clever than than Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. Okay. He's he kind of substitutes all the cleverness for just like let's say the f bomb and like uh, and, yeah. and talk about. But sex, it's hard to it's so. it's hard to it's hard to portray that in movies because you don't have bubbles where they're thinking. You, you just don't. No, that's have, that's true. But like you've got that you you had that commentary from Ryan Reynolds in the Deadpool movie. Yeah. So like they could have done it. I just don't think yeah. the writers were as clever. Or maybe comedy just like they realized that comedy would sell more if they just said more f bombs and stuff like that. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they're right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they are cleverer than we Why? think. Well, I we're like, hey, let's put a bunch yeah. of F-bombs in. Let's put sex well, in that's what they did. That's what good. They, well, that's what they did for Logan, too, right? Logan yes. went from, like, yes. PG-13, one yes. F-bomb, to, like, here's 200. Yeah, way too. It was overkill. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was, you know what it was? It was bad taste. It was overkill. It was. it was just bad taste. Yeah. yeah. There's a time and a place in a movie when you're trying to communicate reality, and there's, there's, uh, then there's another time where, where it's just, you're just dumping... You know, it, it's it's the ice cube effect, if you ask me. Yeah. When you go up to your your refrigerator, and you know you push the ice cube button, and you know every now and then you'll get the perfect so it's just three, just like that. And you're like, oh, that was yeah. good, you know. And then sometimes you go up and and it's too much, and then you're, the ice cubes are falling all over the floor. And you're like, okay, that was too much, you know. It's you know f- for the f bomb for me, you know, there's the ice cube effect involved, um, and I will give you an example of when it when it just completely overflowed and flooded the kitchen was definitely people a lot I don't know why people love this movie so much but Boondock Saints was just too much F bomb. It was like to a point where it was like, okay, they're just doing this just to just to have a negative effect on the movie. I know there are a lot of guys out there that they swear and they live and die by that movie, but I that when I was watching that movie, I'm like, this is just bad taste. You know, this is just terrible I, taste. I I'll, I'll pro- actually actually I'll probably go out to bat for Boondock Saints. So yeah. I I think they did that. I I don't know. There were there were other reasons behind that that were like I don't know. For me, like normal people don't talk like that. But um, two Irishmen in like in New York like that might actually. I know, talk but that's like the that, thing. So. Irishmen are not defined by the f bomb. That's my problem. Like you know, the, the nobody is defined by how many times you use to drop the f bomb. Sure. There are other ways to communicate. Hey, I'm Irish, or I'm from a rough area, without dropping the f bomb ten million times. You know that 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 frustrated me. Anyway, let's get back to yeah, the, it, yeah. uh, the yeah, big sorry, ticket rabbit event. Trail. Yeah, it was a major rabbit trail, but it's okay. We like talking about rabbit trails. Let's talk about uh, Wonder Woman. Now, how do you say her name? Has anyone looked up how to say her name? What Diana Prince? No, Ga- Gal Gadot. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I was actually just, everyone everyone I've heard has said I said Gal Gadot. Okay, um, but then not... I saw her on Jimmy Fallon, and I heard that it was Gal Gadot. So I, I really? Know. I've heard it was Gail Godot. Are you it's, serious? Okay, that's wrong. That's, that's, that's definitely that's wrong. I, I promise you. Gail Godot. It's know, definitely man. Godot. Okay. Um, and then um, I believe that it's, it's either Gal or I, I saw that little, Gal. I'm that not little sure. clip, I'm clip with her. And, I think, and, and we, I think we should name, probably uh, stick with Gal Conan. Godot. When, he was, when she was with Conan, he called her Gal Godot. Anyway, I'm just whatever. okay. Then maybe they he's had no so, idea. How, he's maybe so they, untrustworthy, though. Well, yeah, I mean, but maybe like Jimmy yeah, Fallon. Just, like Jimmy a, Fallon a is the only one I've heard call her Gall, but he just okay. confused me. Where, where, where does he get the Gall to do that? Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so so uh, Wonder Woman uh, is a movie about uh, Princess Diana, uh, who was born into uh, normal circumstances. She grows up, becomes a socialite. She marries a prince, and uh, then becomes an international celebrity. <laughs> And then, unfortunately, dies prematurely in a car accident. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm wrong. Reading. Oh, you know what? That's the actual Princess Diana. Sorry, I'm reading the wrong plot line here. Ha, this is the, that, that was the wrong one. Imhotep. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman is about a uh, comic book hero uh, named uh, also Princess Diana. Diana Prince. Diana <laughs> Prince, if if you will. That's uh, actually her her like British name, right? Because yeah, Diana Prince, Prince is shortened. Yeah, yeah, so. Prince is shortened. So it's uh, she's uh, from Israel. Spoiler alert! Let me just give you a uh, spoiler alert. Okay, well, hold so, on. I don't know if I would spoil this for people. What are you going to spoil? How in the world are we going to talk about this movie without bringing yeah, you're spoilers? Right. Okay, I just yeah, I think yeah, are, yeah, we have to do it. So you just spoiler yeah, alert. Spoiler. Like, let's okay, yeah, you're skip right. ahead okay. to yeah, 
Yeah. Well, it's whatever. Okay. When yeah. I upload, Seriously. when I upload these podcasts, I yeah. let people know where we where we put things. So okay. Yeah, cool. Okay. All right. Okay. That's fine. Then. Um. All right. So uh, then it's their fault. This is a movie uh, detailing uh, the origin story of Wonder Woman. Now there was a uh, I think one movie that came out back in I think in the the mid '90s that was. You know, uh, a really lame kind of like a, a B movie that was done. Nobody, nobody really liked it. Definitely a cult classic, if anything, if if it has a cult following at all. Um, now, I this is the does. first. This is the first official Marvel um, DC. Uh, excuse me, DC uh, <coughs> reboot uh, for uh, Wonder Woman. And uh, it, it's pretty much uh, her origin story. She starts off on an island uh, being protected by this magical sphere. She grows up with her mother being taught the ways of a warrior despite her mother's wishes. And she's also uh, brought up in uh, uh, you know, this amazing library of, of classical education. She apparently speaks every language. Uh, I, I don't know if that's part of the original Wonder Woman. Does she actually speak every language? Or did well, it's not every language, but she speaks a lot of them. She yeah. speaks like so many. Okay, questionably many. Anyway, so she she uh, uh, meets Chris Pine's character. He f- goes into the sphere while escaping some Nazis, and uh, they es- go, leave the island together to go. She wants to go combat Ares, the god of war. She thinks that he's the one responsible for World War II. Uh, he's also looking for a way out, so they leave together, and the uh, you know hilarity and adventure ensues as she you know comes into the world of men. She's naive, but she's also strong, courageous, and brave. Um, and it details her journey to become pretty much uh, officially Wonder Woman. Yeah. Now, uh, Del, let's start with you. What are your thoughts? Actually, you know what? Joey was really excited about this movie, and he has his <laughs> own reasons to why he was excited. He's not exactly excited about why, well, what we think he's excited about. So, Joey, go ahead and tell us why you like this movie. Oh, you thought I was excited for a different reason? Well, most people are going to be like, oh, you just like Wonder Woman, but you, it's not. that's not what it is. Oh, I, yeah. I, <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I, I, um, I mean – I, it sounds like you guys might hate the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate the movie. Um, there were lots of there was a lot of things I liked about it. There was some commentary I could have done without. Um, but um, I liked Gal Gadot. I thought she did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I liked Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But I was, <laughs> I was, I was saying my my initial reaction was actually for Chris Pine. And so uh, Chris Pine um, <laughs> just I thought did such a good job in this movie. Like I just I mean I've liked him. Since like the first Star Trek, I think that's probably the first movie I saw him in. Absolutely. So, um, that's, when, so that's exactly what that was. His, yeah. Pine that was fan. his breakout. Yeah, that was his yeah. breakout. Yeah. That's, that, that was, was his breakout. And, and, and who else's breakout was that movie? Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. That's Even true. though he was only on screen that's for five true. minutes, it was his breakout movie. I know. So, somebody at <laughs> Marvel went, "Wow, that's our Thor." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so <clears throat> I I I like I really liked him since then. But I felt like a lot of what he's done since then has been very kind of Captain Kirkish. Is I was kind of like, okay, it's his breakout role, but can he break out from Captain Kirk, right? right. Like, um, uh, well, he did that, um, that national, uh, that, um, then, uh, what was that? He did a movie with Tom Hardy, was spy. Yeah, the, that and, movie, and that movie, he's, but that movie, he's very Captain Kirk. Oh, I, did, I like, didn't see it. I just, know okay, yeah, did, that yeah. was, that was one of the ones I was thinking of. Right. He's just kind of like, like a smart Alec, right? Right. Like, that's yeah, kind yeah. of like his, like yeah. he's. He's got Bravado and he, like like Tom Hardy in that movie is very like suave and kind of like silently masculine. Right. While while Chris Pine is the one who's like talking really fast. And he's like okay. the sweet so, talker. So yeah. he was still Captain Kirk. Right. Exactly. Uh, and so and there are a couple movies. I'm not saying that he. I'm not saying finest he finest hours was like 
was way like, different. Was like know? a year ago or two years ago. Yeah. I'm talking about since the first since the first Star Trek movie, uh-huh. which was like 2010. Uh-huh. I'm saying like between like 2010 and 2014, okay. he was kind of playing very similar characters. Okay. So I was not sure that if he was going to be able to break out essentially of that Captain Kirk uh-huh. manner. I didn't see Finest Towers now, okay. but then I did see um, Hell or High Water. He definitely broke out. Um, and, and, and Hell or High Water, yes. yes. He did. Yeah, and absolutely. so I saw Hell or High Water and I was like, okay, now we're talking. Yeah. Um, right. And then in this movie, I just thought he played a, I thought he played a much different character. Basically what Chris Pratt cannot do. Yes, I, I know you're of the opinion that Chris Pratt cannot play he a can't, serious he role. He can't. He can't do it. But anyway, love, go ahead. I love Chris Pratt. No, Chris care. Pratt's great. Anyway, but anyway. He's, <laughs> no, Chris Pratt is the permanent "quote unquote" Captain Kirk. He's permanent. I, he can't break out of it. He honest, can't do honestly, it. he had his chance. I mean, passengers. They, he had his chance with passengers. Think, actually, and he I, failed. Actually, I think they. Actually, I think they. I think they casted him in passengers for that same for the reason that he they wanted him to play Captain. I know Kirk. he didn't. They didn't want him to play a serious character. Oh, good thing they didn't because he would have sucked his Kirk. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. No, I just mean, yeah, I thought they wanted him to be the smart talking. Anyway. Um, got me like totally off track. It okay. Be- anyway, so Chris Pine I thought was wonderful in the movie. Okay. So, um, and I thought that Chris Pine was like kind of tied to that character was like any actual like message in the movie. Um, I thought was kind of tied to that character. And so like I was much... I don't know, more concerned about, again, spoiler alert, I was much more concerned about, like, his sacrifice at the end. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, like, yeah. what? Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> like, I, I was, like, like I was, like, crying in the theater. Wow. Um, yeah, wow, man. man. I, I was. I thought he did such a good job. I was so attached to that character. Wow. And, and like, and, 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 I, and I was, like, and, like, Wonder Woman's, like, like beating up um, Ares, right? And I'm just going, I don't even care. I was, like, <laughs> he's dead. I was like, he sacrificed for the whole country. I was like, I don't know. There's like this weird, and it, it works well for the movie, but it almost it almost doesn't in some ways too for me because I was like so attached to like this glimmer of like realistic commentary on like the nature of humanity, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of right. dies with um, Chris Pine's character. Uh-huh. That I was almost kind of like like the movie kind of like lost its luster after that. Like she was just mm-hmm. beating up another like DC bad guy who's like. Too much CGI, and, right. and I was kind of just like, okay. But like, he died, and I was crying. Athena was crying next to me, and so seriously, <laughs> oh like, my uh, oh, wow. I just thought he was so good, and so I thought, and I thought that their commentary back and forth, and the fact that like she was like, oh, men is men is evil, and he was like, like trying to explain the complexity behind like like what sin has done to us, and like yeah. you know, not not in those specific terms, but right, like right, you know, right. the complexity behind human nature, right? Yes. And when we do things that are good, and when we do things that are bad, and why would we fight such a war and stuff right. like that? Um, and, you know, he's and so he's like trying to explain that in the, in the best way he can, and I thought that that was much more real and sort of interesting mm-hmm. yeah. um, than some of the other parts of the character. Just the way they dealt with World War One and the way he was like so well attached to that was kind of yes. cool. Okay. So you know, yeah. I think I misspoke when I said uh, when I was describing the plot. Uh, it is World War One. It's yeah, not it's World, World War One too. I think I said World and War Two. And that is that is um, an interesting thing in and of itself. Not many movies go World War One. There aren't too yeah, many that, right. that even touch that whole time. That's right. And, and they were going to go World give War Two. They actually were going to go World War Two. Oh, really? They really? were. They were going to go World War Two. They were going to go World War Two, and then um, and then I think they didn't because of Captain America. I think oh, they wanted. I think right, they wanted okay. to differ. Yeah, and and it was very similar when we were walking out. Dove, you you said to me it did feel a lot like Captain America, and I agree with you. Oh yeah, that. the whole I, sacrifice at the end, and you know of Chris Pine yeah, and all that stuff, yeah, flying I, the plane. Yeah, yeah, um, it's very similar. Yeah, the, the, to what? 
Captain oh, America. Yeah, okay, Captain right. America. Oh, yeah, okay, right. Oh, yeah. It did. Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, movie, okay, to gotcha. me, did have a very Captain America feel. Absolutely. You know, I thought they it was even my- got the, the same band of, you know, of miscreants, you know, the Motley crew. Yeah, that's you know, true. That's I, true. I, I was, uh, you know, they had yep. that going, too. I had a very, so. yeah, I had a very Captain America. Her, her, her outfit is red, white, and blue. That's true, but to yeah. be fair, I really did not like the first Captain America movie. So, right. I, yeah, I'd rank this one above the first Captain America movie. Okay, Dove, your thoughts on okay. Wonder Woman. Well, I want to hear Joey's uh, 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 one to ten. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. Let's get uh, okay. let's go let's go to the end. All right, I'll, there were some things I liked I about. I haven't thought about that. I I, I enjoyed this movie. Okay, I, I wasn't sure going into it. I, I really wasn't. I was like from the from the trailers, it looked like they were doing it. Well done. Like they're taking their time and they're not throwing this out there mm-hmm. to everybody. That's what that's what it looked like from the trailers. Well, I did I did say that I thought that this should be the this should have been the direct successor for, of Man of Steel. Like I thought, like the other two, like I felt like this felt so much more like Man of Steel esque. I liked mm-hmm. Man of Steel a lot. Maybe you guys right. didn't. I did. Okay. I, did like I loved Man of Steel, and so I I actually did. I thought Man of Steel. I think Man of Steel is still DC of this cinematic universe. This DC's best movie. Right. But I would like this one. Like comes in like second for me and this one was much closer to the quality whereas like batman vs superman and suicide squad were both like why are they here yet like right, th- it right. felt like this should have come like right after man of steel right. this made way more yeah, sense than right. the other two movies yeah right. and it was the first time like because i'm like when was the last time i saw like a female lead protagonist like this it was probably hunger games probably mm-hmm. it's okay, like, yeah. I, it's like i'm thinking like back last when i saw with, with i mean avoiding all the dumb ones and going back to equality and, and i thought she was a quality lead yeah, and, I did too. And, and, yeah, um, and, too. and my thing, you know, and, and going and now, I, I, one of the things that I noticed in this movie is is that I, I felt it could have been a lot worse with with feminism stuff in it. Mm-hmm. I felt as though they, they could have really gone over the top with this movie if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And there were points in there. Okay, the, 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 whole, the whole idea of where they're from. There, you know, the, what, I forget what it's called, Thumbascura or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where the, the whole world, I'm going, this is, this is... Um, you ever see the Simpsons did an episode where women ruled the world? Uh-huh. They did an episode of that like mm-hmm. years ago, and guess what? It was the exact same thing as this place. Uh-huh. Horses and, and 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 everything is is well, in the, harmony. You know, it's this like is, this is this is what they. This think. is stripped directly from Greek mythology, though. Like this isn't right. like no, something I'm, that comic the comic book creators. Right, made. I'm saying that. Yeah. Right, and this is something. Right, this is from the actual story. I'm yeah. saying they could could have taken this and really went with it. Sure, yeah, and bashed men. Yeah. And I felt like they, I, th- I think they did it in subtle ways, but I felt like they could have done it much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that would, that props, you know, they did it subtly, like the whole thing, No Man's Land. Remember No Man's Land? In between the two trenches. Oh, yeah. Yes. And what she, you're talking right. about the one line. So here's, here's, now yeah, here's, yeah. here's Chris, here, here's Chris Pine's one. No you know, man can cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, and exactly. it's like, it's, it's a subtle thing. Again, that was we, not we by notice, accident. We notice the subtleties, right? Yeah, in, no, in, a normal, in a normal conversation, here's how it goes. You don't understand. That's no man's land. No one can cross it. Right, right, That's right. normal. Yeah. You don't understand. That's no man's land. No man can cross this. That's Hollywood putting stuff yeah, in there. Well, right. it, but it's, not, I, will, I will say this. It's not as bad though. Can we say it? it's not as bad as AON Lord of the Rings? It wasn't even as bad. She could have done a whole thing there was okay. she you know Eowyn was I am no man Ugh. yeah right mm-hmm. it wasn't even that bad mm-hmm. it was just a little subtle. well I, I thought the, so. I thought her response was was you know a cheesy direct hit but I would well, say what, that, what was her response I don't even remember well, she she does kind of I thought she does say like yeah no man can cross it and then she like jumps like out or I don't remember like her that. saying that. I thought she responded but I was just gonna say that I don't know I mean they might have actually said no man can cross it just because yeah. like there were only men in the military right so at that point so 
Right. I mean. That could like, be. Like, they might have said that. So. <coughs> but I, I do understand where you're coming from. Right. And so, so yeah, I felt like they could have done it. They, 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 I, I felt like they, when they were making the movie, they didn't make it to be a feminist piece. I, di- I didn't get that feeling. I got that feeling with Force Awakens. That was pure. Okay. That's well. But, that's. But I guess this that's is a, that. You know, she. I didn't feel like she was, the, and she also wasn't. I, I feel like they weren't doing her in specific angles to get her to show off her body throughout the movie either. That's true. Yeah. You that's know? True. And I was yeah, like, I true. felt like they, they weren't going down that road, and I appreciated. It that. wasn't. It wasn't sexual. Well, that that actually right. that actually might have to do with that actually might have to do with the fact that it was a female director though. Right, That's right, true. maybe, and, yeah. and, and she did a good job. Yeah, this was a, I thought it was well done. The only thing is, that I think DC has a problem with too too much CGI at their end fights. It was like fighting. Yeah. it was like fighting. Uh, what's his uh, Doomsday? Uh, sadly, how they ruined that character. But yeah. it's like that was weird. I didn't like that. <laughs> huh? But I, I felt like even they had a really bad. I call it the. Um, oh, I had it written down here. Weird, shameless Indian plug. Yeah. Right in the middle. I'm yeah. like, yeah. that was worse yeah. than all the feminism stuff. If you even wanted to go down that road, I'm like, we're they're, they're like they're getting their band together. Where's Chief? Right? And I'm like, oh, Chief is probably some Brit, you know, some whatever. No, it's an Indian guy in so, Europe yeah. during World War One. I'm going, is this the Wild West? I'm going, where are they? <laughs> they're at this like camp, and there's a fire, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, what's going on here? And then and then they just have him there for one reason, and to talk about the war and stuff. And she's like, well, who killed your people? And he goes. Their people. And I'm yeah. like, they're not even subtle about it. Yeah. Like, right. no, he goes, his people. He points at Chris Pine. His people killed my people. Right. You know, I'm like, this is, I wasn't expecting that. I, of all the things in this movie, I was not expecting that. And I thought, okay, that's just a shameless plug right there. That was. So there were, there were things in there like that that I didn't like. But I thought it could have been a lot worse. I thought they could have, they had free reign to do a lot of feminism stuff that they really didn't do. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing too, I think she... I don't know, like her innocence throughout it and her look. I, I, that was like me as a single dude. Like I got told Wes I was going to talk about this a little bit about how you view <laughs> beauty because she's a very beautiful woman. But they did. But it wasn't sexualized. And my, and, and my, I, I don't know, my mind was pure the whole time. Yeah. Right. But I found myself enjoying watching her mm-hmm. because of her physical beauty. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just a physical beauty. It was combined with her innocence in it. Right. How Chris Pine's kind of, no, don't, you know, and he, and he, it, that whole thing was, was added to the attraction, attractiveness, yeah. you know, and, uh, I appreciated that. I don't know. It was something that I felt like was adding to the, so I give it a point or two more mm. Okay. because of, because of that, mm. um, as a single dude, you know I mean? I know you're married. Luke's got a girl. I don't know if you think that way, but to me, I was like, they did a good job with that whole thing. Yeah. Um, they did. No, so, I oh, also that. another I another that. thing about uh, the feminist thing too. I mean, all of a sudden we're using mankind instead of humankind in movies. You know, uh-huh. I don't know if you noticed that or not. When they say mankind throughout the movie, mm-hmm. that's not something that Hollywood uses anymore. That's true. We say humankind. Mm-hmm. You know, and all the latest. Yeah, but back then they would have movies, said mankind. So maybe as, a, to be, as if they care about right, that. but no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think if it's not Wonder Woman and we're, we're but maybe it was intentional. Back then, the Germans would be speaking German. I don't think so. I don't think it was. Well, I think it was intentional. That's what I'm saying for sure. But I don't think it. I think it was a subtle thing dig. where it's subtle dig. We're, 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 that's, what, that's what I'm saying that it was a subtle dig. That's it's what I was saying. You know, that's what I was saying. It was intentional. Oh, okay. Like I was saying yes. that. Like I was saying that. Like. By by saying mankind during World War One, we essentially blame 
the men for World War One. Right. And right. now right. you and now you've had a woman fix World War One, essentially solve right. World War One's problems. <laughs> yeah. So, right. It's a subtle. It's one of those subtle solve, things. Solve right. solve solve the war that the man could not. And listen, right. and I bet fix. people who are listening, you're probably like, oh my, you read way too much into it. You know, I noticed it from the first word that came out. She well, went, she went, mankind. Okay, I went, okay, okay, okay. But let me say something about that. People say, hey, you're reading too much into it. Okay, listen, we're we're operating under the standards that the feminists themselves set because they're not they're not the ones coming out and saying, oh, who cares about that? You know, they don't say things like that. If you cut a loud fart around a feminist, they're offended. You know, I mean, they read into stuff way right, more than we could possibly ever true. hope to imagine very true. to read in things. You come out, you see these articles yeah. about about oh, the sexism in this movie and you're like, "What?" You know, what are you talking about? You know, right. the, the joke goes, how 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 many women does it take to how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? That's not funny. That's the that's the joke. That's how it goes oh, because right, they're right. already offended, you know. Right, right. I, and so and so, and so <laughs> anyone out there who says, "Oh, you're reading way too," <laughs> actually, we're, we're not reading oh. into it enough because the feminists, when you read their articles about how right. this movie was sexist, you're like, right. "Are you kidding me? Right? Are, are you kidding me? They, they read into it way more." I mean, do you remember back when? Um, it, okay, this is this is how far they go. The Trump versus Hillary debate. Or no, there was no, it was it was Hillary versus somebody else, and I forget who it was. But he, the 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 uh, debater, left his podium to do an illustration, and he got he got physically closer to Hillary. And you know what the feminists said? They said he did that to intimidate her. He he left his podium yeah, no, so to right, physically right. intimidate her because that's he's true. a man and she's a woman. Right? Yeah. You know. They, yeah. So no, you can't read into it too much when you're talking about feminism. It's impossible. They read into it way more right, than. But, anybody but I mean, I also can. I would also say that I was thinking the same thing you were, Dev, about the mankind thing. That like that's oh, yeah. that's oh. immediately where I went too. Where I was that's saying funny, that like yeah. that like the only reason they would say that would be to hold man responsible. Yes, right. right. And yeah. For have, for yeah. the for the ills of society. <laughs> that's right. And that woman comes and fixes it. You know what's funny though? We agree, right? Adam, right. Adam, baby, you know, right. Adam sin, right? We actually agree with that, right? But it's, it's, a, it's the, I don't know how to describe it, but we have a different solution. I right. guess it's, it's, uh, but we, we do agree mm-hmm. that it is men's fault ultimately, right. Yeah. but they, they do it in a different way. Well, I'm going to, I'm also, but, I'm also going to come out and say too, specifically, um, uh, Luke, you've mentioned in the, in the past, in some of our podcasts, the feminist fantasy, right? Yes. Which is like, you know, like we they sort of solve things really simply, right, in yes. order to kind of like propagate this idea of like yes. this fantasy world, right, right. Um, where, where things kind of go this specific way. I kind of felt like that way at the end, right, because she like she kills who she thinks is Ares. Right. And the war doesn't stop. And that was so interesting to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I kind of like once she killed him, I was like, OK, he's def- this guy was too obviously not Aries. So right, I was like, OK, right, he's not Aries. Right. We know he's not Aries. <laughs> right. Um, but she but straight uh, up killed him, too. That's that was that was I'm nice. Gonna, I, that was nice. About, actually, I'm going to talk about but, that. Um, yeah. But anyway, so 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 I, you know, we already kind of suspected it wasn't Aries. But anyway, she kills him and the war's not over. And again, there's like some really interesting dialogue between her and Chris Pine's character. Right. Mm-hmm. Where he's like right. trying to justify the fact that like one guy can't be behind all this. Like mm-hmm. he Mankind's more complicated than that, right? Mm-hmm. Mankind, then, but well, yeah, sure. <laughs> Mankind's more complicated than that, right? But um, <laughs> but then she does kill Ares, and then like everything's cool, right? And I just was kind of like, I don't know. That was so that was so lame to me, specifically mm. because. Twenty years later, we have World War Two. Yeah, right, so right. what's the cost for World War Two, which is even bigger and bloodier? Yeah, yeah, she right. kills Ares, who's behind World right, War Two. Right, like, true. there's just like yeah, a little yeah. There's just just this like weird like. Well, okay, okay, okay. Can I address that? Yeah. I, I think well, look, just, Ares. Just go, your, your turn. Go okay, ahead, I, I think Ares communicated that he didn't even need to do anything. 
that he was communicating that okay. look, yeah, look at man, I don't even need to do anything. I just kind of whisper to them, well, and he, they already do it. Right, but he communi- he communicates that. But then as soon as he dies, literally everybody stands up and like shakes hands. Oh and yeah, starts hugging. <laughs> so like, so like, right, it kind of like, it, it, yeah. But but not yeah, there, only, there definitely is a quandary. Not only that, not only that, I just had a thought too to go back to our mankind conversation uh-huh. too. Right. That I thought was so interesting that um. Just thinking about who Aries was, that's um that actor. It's is David Th- David Thewlis. Yeah, David Thewlis, oh. and he's great. He's, he's, he really he's wonderful. Is so I, incredible. Hey, I was who so called ins- it? I did. Uh, I was Luke so- was sitting right there. Well, no, uh, yeah, yeah, called him right, being the bad guy right away. I said, "Oh, David Thewlis. David Thewlis is in. He's a bad guy." Immediately. I think actually and I think, immediately I totally I'm, denied it. And Luke goes, Luke goes, no, he's not. Why? Because it's David Thewlis. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give, and actually, I'm going to give credit to Athena here because she called it way before me in the, uh, during really? the movie. However, part of the reason I didn't, I thought it might not be him, and, and the original German guy was right. because I was like, he's such a campy bad guy that DC might actually make him the bad yeah, guy. Right, I was right, like, after right, the last right, couple right, movies we've right. had, um, but specifically <laughs> though, I thought I was just thinking that it's kind of interesting that they make David Lewis, the bad, um, the bad guy in that, right? Because he's the, he's the, like the British, um, like person for peace. Right. Right. But he kind of like sums up in his character, the society that, that man has primarily created. Right. Like he's in the chamber room filled with men mm-hmm. and they're all mm-hmm. deciding mm-hmm. what to do uh, as the allies, right? What to do right, right, a chamber right. full of men. Right. And so like him being the bad guy I, I, and then like woman defeating, like yeah, wonder woman right. defeating him. I don't know. There's, there okay. might be something there too. There was uh, yeah. Reading they, into they it. They did have the scene where she was there and all the men were around. Cause to me, he you almost, know, to me, he almost represents like what, what has man, not woman. Cause right. Cause there's no women in that room. Right, right, what has right. man created? Right, right. Right. In society. Right. And that's what brought us into world war one. Right. If women had just been involved, we wouldn't have had but world I, war one or world <laughs> war two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, but apparently world war two happens anyway. Yeah. Um, well, it didn't. Don't feminists don't not like? The, I, Luke told me that feminism they, they don't like. The Some feminists feminist. did not like the movie. That's true. And it actually made me more hopeful of it. I was like, really? Yes. They don't like it? They it, it wasn't must be good. It wasn't feminist enough because Chris Pine to them was call, was calling the shots, and that's a big no no. Uh, well, you like read an again, article? Would you read an article about uh, it? There's a couple articles about it actually. Okay. I think saying this is not feminist enough. You know, look look at Chris Pine. Look at the cultural appropriation. Yada yada yada. Um, now, a, a couple good things about this about this movie. Uh, first off, what you said, Dove Gal Gadot. She totally sold me. I mean, I, I, whatever yeah. she was selling, I bought every single inch of it. You know, I mean, yeah. she totally sold that character so well, to, to, down to the innocence and the night and the I naivety. Guess. You know, it was very well communicated by her. Yeah, wonderful, wonderfully acted by her. And again, I, and I think somebody who uh, almost stole the show for me was David Thewlis. I love that guy so yeah, much. Yeah, me too. I love how him too. How in the world? He does a good how job. in the world does a guy like that, pencil neck geek with a caterpillar mustache, communicate to you, "Hey, I'm Ares, the god of war, and I believe him." You know yeah. how does he, how do you do that? Great acting. That guy is a phenomenal actor because yeah. at the end I'm like, okay, I see. You. How, when was the last time you saw a diabolical villain, uh, you know, the, uh, of, of a, a Marvel or DC universe with a caterpillar mustache, and then he's there tearing it up with this cool armor? You know, I was yeah. like, I was like, okay, the, the mustache is a little weird, but you know, like he was like, I'm wicked and I'm evil. I'm like, you know, I believe you. You know, I, they I, mess I, with I, his I, voice too. At the I, end. I, start, yeah, I they, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that. They yeah. did that. They did the Bane effect, where you know, it's just like you know, it's like this HD kind of thing. It was really cool. He is such a good actor. He is such a good actor. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Almost stole the show. Gal Gadot, though. Um, uh, so I think, I, think I, I think I'm talking probably. I think I'm probably talking about or addressing Gal Gadot's performance less, just because I kind of like after. 
Batman versus Superman, I kind of knew she was going to be awesome. So, okay, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I just like right. like Batman versus Superman was not was not <clears throat> awesome necessarily. Yeah. There were parts of it that were, but um, but she definitely was awesome in that. She, so I was yeah. kind of like yeah, some people were like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually had a thought. I was kind of like, no, she's going to be great. They, they, like, come on. Yeah, I had a thought during it too because just did, like they do a good job of like makeup and hair. They do so well with this stuff, you know. Well, just like I can and already they tell, they make them look great. And and I'm honestly, I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm going, where do they find these people? Where, like, how in the world do this, like, like, I, I don't know how they wow. discover. I mean, whatever. But Who, Gal Gadot. Uh, yeah. I was, oh, she was I, in the Fast and she, Furious movies. I was, I know, but I'm like these people, <laughs> these good-looking people that, <laughs> that are alive that somehow win the genetic lottery. That, you know what I mean? Are just out there. It's like as if they stand out from the crowd. You know, I, that's yeah. probably what it is. You know, they stand out. You know that. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, right. and, and and with with that comes uh, the question: How do what some of these other actors get into the business because they are ugly? You know, I mean, like you know, yeah, well, they, you look yeah. at like where did this person come from, and you look at Gal Gadot, and you're like, of course she should be an actress. Look at her face; she's perfectly proportional. I mean, right. every single angle that she's from is is like the geometric design of her face. Well, I mean, it was so <laughs> symmetrical. You know, I mean, there really is no ugly <laughs> angle for her. Right, right. You well, know, but, the, she didn't yeah, have a bad angle. Of, I know, but a part of that is. How they do – Hollywood does that. You know, they create create images, even live images, mm-hmm. is something that they create. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's angles and lighting and all this stuff makes them appear mm-hmm. um, even more good-looking than they probably actually really are, even though they are. It's just it's it's hmm. it's, it's just that. it's different. Yeah, because she had your hair is a lot darker. There's you know her hair is more a little bit more curly than that. It's darker. They add extensions to make it black, and they and they you know mm-hmm. they just do things like that, and mm-hmm. it makes them appear. I'm not saying it's bad. It's it's a good thing. It just it's what Hollywood did. They create. Uh, yeah, and, but but then again, sometimes you see these actors or actresses in in the movie, and then you see them in real life. You're like, whoa, hang on a second, that movie. Yeah. They they looked I mean great but now they look you know terrible and sometimes they look yeah. terrible in movies and you see them now you're like wow they look great you know I think it's more one way than the other they look great I, in movies then you see them in real life you're like you know what it's not that it's good well movie. I mean that happens a lot of times when when <clears throat> good looking actors get old and then don't look so good anymore I feel like there have been several times where like I see an actor outside of a, a movie when they've kind of like gotten old. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened to them? That happened yeah. to me with Harrison Ford. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, what happened to that dude? Yeah. But then, like, I saw him in a movie, and he like looked yeah. much less worse than yeah. he did in real life. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, one thing, uh, you know, qu- some questions about this movie. Uh, I was a little frustrated with Chris Pine's character, and I'm sorry to say that, Joey, but I had to because, and it's not his fault. But he, they never explained what an American was doing in England working for the British yeah. in World War One. They never explained. And they that. never explained her powers, really. It seems like she, they were always evolving throughout yeah, the movie, but yeah. never really yeah. culminated yeah, in she, anything. She started off. Wonder yeah, Woman. Wonder Woman. She can like, fly, she dude. Can fly. She can fly, and, but, but they, she couldn't in this movie. Yeah, and, you know, she had to jump to get to the, you know, thing. Well, was, was that just a question of her going, I, believing in herself? I, I, I think yeah, they, I was, I don't they know, suggested I, that early on when, when well, she was they, fighting against uh, Robin Wright's character. No, they do suggest it. They essentially said, you're strong. Than you think well, you are. well, she right, thinks that she's it. one of them. She thinks she's one oh, of the right, hunters right. of what I forget, oh, I forget how to pronounce. Right, one of the Amazons. Um, and and she's not, but they okay. never tell her that when she leaves. Right. So she she's always fighting with the belief that she's one of the Amazons and she's the god killer. Right. And okay. so like she has much more power than she thinks she does, right. but she doesn't actually start to realize that until she starts to push herself right, she when she's there, push, yeah. which okay. is why All you right. see her develop. Yeah. Which I mean, it's kind of a. 
I don't know. It's I mean, a little bit of a la- a little bit of a lazy a explanation. Bit, yeah, yeah, right. very, yeah, yeah. Actually, the explanation was very lazy. Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I, they never explained what Chris Pine, uh, as an American, was doing working for the British, and and you know another thing, uh, things I didn't like about the movie. Uh, obviously, you know the feminism that was there. If if even hint at feminism in a movie for me, I I, I smell it and I don't oh like it, God. you know. Um, so it's but like a shark it didn't ruin it. In the water it didn't. A mile it, away. That's that's right. I, I smell a <laughs> drop of feminism in a million gallons of Hollywood. So I when I come to a movie like this, culture, 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 culture. Okay, if you don't sell me on the culture, it's hard to sell me on the movie. Okay. Now I will say they sold me on the characters. But the culture, you know, the, the German, can't we have German speaking German? How hard is that? <laughs> Why can't we have German speaking? I mean, does it really because, take so much to put subtitles in? Are you talking like Inglorious Bastards? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, look at Inglorious Bastards. You know, they do that. But, you know, like pretty much every other movie where you have, you're talking about World War One, you know, that doesn't go from British speakers people speaking with a British accent to German speaking with a British accent. You know, it's, it's the German speaking German, the British are speaking British, you know, and, and that just, that just frustrates the ever living out of me because I, I just want, um, I want to be sold on the culture when I'm watching these movies and I hear, see the, the closest one who came to was Chris Pine, you know, it's sitting in the car when they said, what are you doing? And he goes, are you, you know, you did this really good German accent, which is really funny. I know. That was a good scene. Yeah. That was a funny scene. But nobody else, nobody spoke a lick of German. They even spoke French. They spoke all these, they spoke Chinese, but they didn't, couldn't speak German, you know? And, and please take the time to sell me on the culture. It did, obviously didn't ruin the movie for me, but it did take points off, you know, because I, I, I love culture in movies. I love experiencing. I love being sold because then I'm, I'm right there with you. Well, yeah, take us, if you're taking us somewhere else, take us somewhere yes, else. Yes, exactly. We don't want to know it's yeah. a Hollywood okay. set. Right, That's all right. right. All right. Uh, let me ask you, though. Let me, that, let me, that was okay. actually something. That was, was that, was that in your latest newsletter? Because I didn't get it. Yes. Okay. No, it was. Okay. I mean, that's actually something that really hurt hurt me. Um, I've already, I've, I saw the the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I've yes. seen like tons of movies recently. Uh-huh. So, um, but um, and I could say a whole lot about that. But the one thing that really bothered me about about that movie was there's a scene early on where they essentially like are trying to rob this this bank, right? Or they're uh-huh. trying to they're trying to rob a it's like a vault that they have stored in like a house. Yes. And instead of actually pulling the vault out of the house, they like rip the house like off of its hinges. But like in the actual scene, it looks like the house is on wheels. And I didn't think they would do that in actual, like, in the Caribbean at that time. Right, right. And so it felt like it, it, it just literally felt like a movie set. Uh-huh. And, like, someone was lazy and, like, put the house <laughs> yeah. on wheels and you they had the, had the wheels in the shot. And I was just, like, it just kind of, like, ruined the whole thing for yes. me because I was, like, yes. into it. I was, like, okay, right. this is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, right, and then right. I was, like, this literally feels like a set. Like, it, right. just, it yeah. just feels you know, like you got lazy. You know when I have that feeling is when you have CGI characters and you have the actual actors looking at the CGI character but not really seeing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that it's the same type of feeling I get. Yeah, you know when I'm watching them, like, and they're kind of like, like looking around, like supposing to be watching these things, and but you can just tell they're looking at nothing. They're green. Yeah, all green. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scott but no, Captain, I agree. So Scott I, Captain, the world of tomorrow. Can we talk? Anyway, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I completely yeah, agree with you. I, yeah. I, I just wish they'd take the time to sell me on right. the culture behind yeah. it. And, and and Chris, can I ask Chris, you something Chris, about that? Chris Pratt's character. Didn't sell me on the culture because he's an American in England working for England Chris against Germans. Take your too many Chris's. Let's let's yeah. take all of our brains out for one second and be the casual moviegoer. Okay. Do you still want German subtitles? You're uh, you're the maker of the movie and you're going, I know my audience. Wait, but you don't I uh, well so I guess would, would that add 
taking absolutely doing that would, would add absolutely do you would think it would would it would it add yeah. more popularity would it add more to the movie and not take anything away because it would, it would, it would 98 percent of it, people are casual okay, this movie is goers. this is what i'm saying it would add a, an element um to the movies that a lot of directors do not care about right now and that's timelessness it's the ability to go back and watch it and say this is just as good as the first time well, I well, watched. It's you know a lot of movies do not withstand the test of time because their their culture yeah. they they reflect the culture of that time. They reflect shoddy filmmaking. You know theater laughs. I hate those. You know because yeah, yeah. that that reflects shoddy filmmaking. Let's have them laugh in the theater. But once you watch it later sitting in your house, you're like you know, actually that's not funny anymore. Stupid. Yeah, yeah it, it was exactly. Well, it's beyond not funny. That was actually kind of dumb because that would not actually happen in real life. It was funny. When we were all hyped up watching in a theater because I waited for this movie to come out for five years, but now watching it, you're like, oh, that was actually kind of stupid, you know. So you, instead of a positive effect, it's a negative effect. When you go back and watch it later, you're gonna the, these people who liked it in the theater are gonna say, why couldn't why aren't they speaking German, you know? And, and, yeah. and affects well, I, the timelessness maybe. of it. I think Dev might be right about the casual moviegoer. You might be right about that. However, I just think that like. I like I don't know I just wish maybe we expected more out of the casual moviegoer too because honestly like I feel like I was just thinking about it now right like the speaking German yeah. and so Dove was saying like subtitles might take you out of the movie and that's a possibility but there were also some of those scenes that I really think you probably could have gotten the same effect like you could have given it to your your viewers right like what you wanted to communicate without even providing subtitles. Like if the two, if the two like main like evil like Germans, right? Mm -hmm. Like the one with the 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 one with the mask, right? Yeah. Um, and the and the she head was guy, actually cool. I liked her character. Right. If they're speaking German, right? Mm -hmm. But they still have that scene where they do the gas and the gas mask like melts off the guy's face and then he dies, right? Yeah. We still get the point. Right. Like we didn't need like all the like intermittent like. Right. So if they're just kind of speaking German to each other, right, yeah. it is more realistic. Yeah. Like we're in there in the culture. We don't even necessarily right. need the subtitles. Right. Yeah, that's right. Like give take... us like it's your it's a visual media. Mm -hmm. You can show things without having to have your characters explain them to the audience yes. every time yep. and so. they do and they do do that in, in, in scenes you're just no, talking they about do. doing they do, they do. I'm I'm saying. Saying. you're talking about it, it, the right time right it takes a good director it takes good writing yeah. yes yeah. It, yeah. It, it does so oh. uh, so go ahead Duff were gonna no, I was going to make uh, I was wondering too what about the sniper that didn't snipe anybody yeah, he yeah. was kind of random and weird. But um, I thought I thought they were building it up to a point because yeah, like, he's he afraid, was going to snipe there yeah, was going to be one point where he like comes came through, through and yeah. shoots something, right? You know, and it never happened. I never was like, happened. "What a useless character!" Yeah, he, he he was kind of like uh, an, an arc that kind of went up and didn't even crescendo, just kind of fell. But I, I was looking forward to it. I'm like, "There's gonna be a point where this right. guy he's snipes come something. He's, and he's gonna, gonna come, come through, through and it's right. gonna be huge." And right. it just didn't. Yeah. He just didn't. Yeah, Good. continue. Um, another frustrating, uh, semi frustrating thing. I was happy and frustrated at the same time when she killed the German guy. Now I'm asking you guys, when was the last time that you oh, saw a, a hero? In any capacity, purposefully kill the person we knew was the bad guy. What, like, with intention, and not because the bad guy was about to kill somebody else, oh. but because I'm you clarified. Here. I was gonna say, yeah, oh, yeah. Steel. I know, I, know, I, know. Steel. Yeah, I, I know, that too. But. I know, but he was like forced to do it. She was not forced. She could have taken him, or you know, he could have fell off a cliff. Yeah, I was, or she could have taken him, and tried to reform I, him. Yada yada. I admit, I admit, when she had her sword up like this, mm -hmm. I'm going nah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. I was like, I know. nah, this is Hollywood. Yeah. I know, and Hollywood. when she killed him, I was floored. But I was like, you know what? She's a woman. She can get away with this. She's a protected class. She can get away with this, and nobody's <laughs> going to question it, because if you do, you're a sexist. So that I was like a little – I was happy that the, somebody finally killed somebody on purpose. Right, but you're – and, and but yeah. I was also like a little frustrated because I was like, okay, the first person to do this is really taking this us this long. He didn't fall off a cliff. Oh, she, 
You know why? Because she's a woman. She can get away with it. That's that was my thought. Now, you guys can maybe sway my opinion, but I was like, I was like, that. You know why this is happening? Is because she's protected and she can do this. I, you know, because if that I was, was a guy, when was the that. last time? Come on, Iron Man. When was the last time he killed anybody? When was the last time Captain America killed these people? Winter Soldier. He doesn't even kill people for Pete's sakes. Yeah. You know, he only when he's in bad guy mode. You know, that's when he kill. That's when he kills people. You know, any know of the Marvel people, they never kill anybody. You know, we can kill the machine. We can kill all the machine, Ultron, uh, whatever. You know, kill him, but we can't kill a human. This this lady, she just straight up stabs him. She kills right. him. And what was the last time that happened? And your reasoning, your reasoning, uh, is by process of elimination. You're going back to it has to be a, a type. Be, in order to pull this off, you have to be a woman in a protected class because nothing else fits. Yes, but I think right? she nothing has. A, but, I, sense. but I think nothing she has an. Ex- but I think she has an excuse though. That particular character, she doesn't think he's a. She doesn't think he's a human. Yeah, but they didn't she, portray it negatively. They never portrayed it negatively. They they never said, oh, you know, you're not supposed to kill people. You know, blah 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 yeah, blah. Because if say, that was a male character, they would have came alongside and said, hey, buddy, you're from they, the island. Thought, you don't know. We don't kill people here. I thought they were relying less on the fact of the the she's a woman and more on the fact of uh, we hate German Nazis. Like honestly, like honestly, like honestly, like Captain America. You know, there are lots of people like Captain America doesn't kill anybody, but if Captain America had pulled out a gun and shot Hitler in the head in the first Captain America movie, no one would have batted an eye, I don't think. So I think they would have. I don't think they would have. But are you I, kidding me? If Captain America beats the crap out of Hitler in that comic book, like people like I don't know, that's history. Like I don't yeah. I don't know. When I, I saw that, I was I was surprised too. Yeah. I wasn't sure what to make of it. Yeah, I, 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 I was happy and I was frustrated because I was like, okay, finally I somebody's mean, dying I mean, around here. I mean, here, I would you know? say I don't I don't think you're totally off base, Luke, in the sense of that I was surprised there was less commentary about it, like outside. Right, that's right. Like that's it's right. just because I like to. We read up on these movies after right. we've watched them, and we see what yeah. other people say too. Well, I, and I was surprised there was less commentary that, like, right. uh, but maybe, but it also kind of came on the heels of Batman killing people too. So that's, that's a possibility true. that, that, but, that yeah, they but get away with a, that. Batman was killing people, wasn't what? But it wasn't a focus. I feel like they. I feel like the filmmakers are going, yeah, he's killing people, but I don't think people in the theater are really going to notice. Right. That's well, maybe th- maybe they thought they were we going to notice, but people noticed, we did, man. you know, because you because you like like you know the the bat wing will come down just and blow up a ton of stuff, right? right? And I think the filmmakers and the casual moviegoer is going, oh, cool explosions, right? Well, no, not the filmmaker. The filmmakers going, see, they're not noticing that he's killing people here. Right. Right. <laughs> people noticed. Okay, maybe yeah, they did. yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was like there was like an exception. There, there's a notable exception right exception yeah. right there. Batman was killing people. Yeah. It, you know, on purpose. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and there was no commentary saying, "Hey, Batman, you can't do that." Yeah. yeah. You know, but I mean, yeah. that 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 is a notable exception. So I will, I will. And I love to the, the the feminists too. I will say this: it's it's worse outside of this movie in interviews and stuff. I watched one interview, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and the lady, the people that ask the questions, they're like, they're like, "Congratulations on the success," mm-hmm. you know. And this is a female lead with a female director. Congratulations on the victory. Uh-huh. And I'm going. Yep, they're in a stinking battle. They're yeah. they're they're yes. they're at war yes. with men, yeah. and they've had a victory in the battle because this movie. I just can't, I can't stand these people. Anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, so the, the I I I think the movie was was half decent. I I mean, I, obviously the characters were really well done, uh, except for the bad guy. I didn't really care about him, but David Thewlis, you know. Uh, oh, you mean so you meant the German? Uh, the, the German guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're I right. forget his name. But he's I think always, we were supposed to. I think we were supposed to. I would yeah, actually. I would too, actually say that I was a little too stereotypical. I I love the movie too. I but I also think that um I actually thought one of the bigger down points was actually really the whole side characters. 
like all oh, three yeah. of the side characters. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just didn't like, care. Like just didn't Did care. care. Yeah. Like actually, <laughs> so that's how it is mostly with Hollywood movies. Not to, right now. not yeah. to, not to beat a dead horse, but if we could have like combined the two leads, Chris Pine and Gal Gadot, with like the side characters from Rogue One. Like if we could have gotten like maybe both of those writers, because oh I actually God. like some of the side characters from Rogue One. Those uh, were the only remotely interesting thing about that movie. Uh, but the two leads were awful. I, I so, noticed you're not wearing my Rogue One. Shirt I'm not that wearing I Rogue One. Oh, that's I'm, right, I'm dude. Little, I look so fat in it, oh, dude. dude man, I'm a little disappointed. No, I knew that, dude. I said that shirt was too small. When you pulled it out, it was like a kid's size. I didn't get that shirt for you to wear it so that you could look good in it, Joey. I got it for you so that you can <laughs> okay. advertise your favorite okay. were there, right. Rogue there, One. Were there okay. no other sizes? What's that? Um, no, I, I just, I just chose that one. I didn't really think well, about I'm, just, I'm just losing weight. So I was just waiting. I like figured he was going to make it right. into a cutoff. He, like he does all the rest of his shirts. Okay. All right. That, right. Just, that's, <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what I'll do. Then. Anyway. So I give that okay. movie a five out of 10. I like okay. Um, I, get, I, I would give it maybe a six or a seven. Okay. Five. Yeah. I get, I'm as, like, I mean, I, 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 it's, I'm right in the middle about it. Cause yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle. I enjoyed, you know, it. I enjoyed it and I recommend it. Yeah. Go, go watch it. I think you'll enjoy it too. That's an eight for me. An eight, okay, yeah, yeah okay. six or yeah. seven to me. Okay, it's an eight for me. I, I, yeah. I, I Not gave bad. It a five. I, I was the rewatch. Okay, uh, the rewatchability is going to hurt me on that one. You know. Yeah, it might. It, I, might, here, know, it, might, right. it might not hurt me. I'll, I'll, I will rewatch it for one reason though. What's that? Just to watch her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be okay. being honest. Okay. If the reason I would watch that again. It's not because the fight. Uh, if if I were to, re- I don't right, know if I will. Right, right. If I were, that yeah. would be the reason. Yeah, I'm sure. still I'm still concerned that, and I'm still concerned about DC and their villains, man. Mm-hmm. I'm still yeah. concerned. Yeah. Yeah. David Lewis is on point, yeah. and the armor was really cool. But I'm it was just too CGI. Just bro. the CG yeah. battles yeah. aren't yeah. doing yeah. it for me, yeah. man. Yeah. I know. I just it's like true. Marvel and DC. Like yeah. I guess they're doing it for everybody else, and that's why they keep yeah. doing them. Right. But yeah. just like, just. Look at what you did with the Dark Knight, and then like, like honestly, yeah. you had David Lewis. Like, there's, I don't know, there are a lot of things they could have done, and I just, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. there was some really cool commentary well, we, in this gotta, movie, and gotta, I felt like it could have gone differently than yeah. oh, super battle. Yeah, but I guess got, everybody no, needs their super battles. We so. got a, a breath of fresh air, or a hot minute when we saw, uh, when we saw Mad Max, you know, um, Fury Road. Yeah, you know. No CGI in yep. that movie. The, yeah, uh, the only time they used it were that were those tornado looking things. Yeah, yeah. And, and the and, and the sweeping shots of the desert. I think uh, of the town. I right. think that was CGI. But in awesome. the practicality, that was just such a a, a breath of fresh air. And um, I, I wish people would learn from that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, so I that's agree. that's Wonder Woman. I I, I, Smith, I would Smith I, Neo. I, I, I would recommend that movie to somebody. You know, if it, yeah, it's it's a good movie. It it, it is. Yeah. They, they they did a really good job with it. Um, I just, think that's I think that's, that's been our right. first serious up curve since Man of Steel for DC. Okay, so okay. like no, I agree. Like I think like like Batman vs Superman. I know a lot of people didn't I like. Think, I, think I still thought that movie was okay, but I, but then I, Suicide Squad yeah. was still a turn oh, down from so, there. Oh. Yeah, right. And so then I was kind of like, I don't know where they're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they went up or down with Batman v Superman. I think it just stayed the same. I think they went down. I think they went. I think they went down. I really, I really like Man of Steel. I like really like Man of Steel. So, and that's okay if you guys don't. I just like. I just think that Batman scene where he beats up those twenty four guys. Oh yeah, I was like, that seems so cool. Like that was Batman to me. No, I agree. There are sections of Batman vs Superman that I think are awesome, and then there are sections that I think are really. I have to admit that every time Superman comes onto the screen, I'm just like, oh. He's just so cool to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I love agree. Superman. He's Henry so Cavill cool. just he's, kicked butt. Yeah, yeah. He, he's just really cool, man. And I, I would, you know, again, this kind of like brooding, dark Superman, I like it a lot. Yeah. You know, I, and I'm excited to see him 
work with Wonder Woman and Batman in the next yep. movies. I yep. can't wait. I'm to actually see it. so excited for Jason Momoa, man. Really? As Aquaman, he's a good dude. He's a good oh dude. my gosh, I love him. He's so cool. We'll see. I'm so cool. excited. He's we'll bringing see. he's and bringing the cool back to Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, and, I, and I will say this: let, I'm, I am going to give Hollywood props here for a second. They are doing really well with all these costumes of these superheroes. I feel, mm. yeah, they really are. Like, like the progression from where where they were years ago to what they're doing now with these are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They really are. Yes, they are. They're they are. They're doing yeah, a great job. Mostly the costumes for the last forty or fifty years have looked super campy, but Terrible. even even the campy ones they take and it's like, okay, I, I, I see what you're doing. They're there. doing a good job. Okay, let's move on to our list now. Um, I think before we move on to our list, there was one last point I wanted to make, uh-huh. just having to do with uh, feminism and Wonder Woman, uh-huh. just because um, uh, I really really hate uh, when misinformation is sort of propagated, mm-hmm. and so there's just been this big thing that I was doing some research on where um, a, a feminist page posted how Henry Cavill was paid $14 million for man of steel. Yes. Oh and Gal Gadot was only paid $300,000 okay. is what they said is what, is what they claimed. Okay. Essentially they had faulty resources uh-huh. and Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot were what seems like paid the exact same amount of money okay. that because both of them were no names, right? They were effectively no right, names. Like when right. they did these movies, right. they were like, they're given like $300,000 for their origins movies. And then they're given the ability to renegotiate for more. If the movies do well, uh-huh. plus Gal Gadot will make more money if the movie does well, as we've already seen that it's doing well. Right. But somebody, so took, money but somebody right took like Henry Cavill's net worth in 2013 for man of steel, total net worth, right? Okay. like, right. like all the money that he was worth period. And from, right. from anything he had from there, plus that movie. And then they like looked at what Gal Gadot was paid and then they tried to make this big stink about it. Uh, and then I had like people posting it all over the internet and I just hate when stuff <laughs> is just misreported. Uh, like honestly, know, it's so nasty. like the thing is, is like we live in a, we just live in this, like we live in this culture now that's all about narratives. Nobody gives a crap about truth. Yeah, like if right, you want right. to bring like injustices to light, then find a real freaking cause yeah. to yeah. bring to light. Yeah. Don't make stuff up. Yeah. Because then you just discredit yourself, and yeah. I'm not going to believe you again. Yeah, that's right. What's the point? If there's real inequality and injustice, you want to bring it to light, give me the actual proof. But yeah. then don't like yeah. make this stuff up. Stop making it, it up. It is frustrating. Man. And this is coming from a public school teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I, you're right, Joe. And to that point, too, I think. Wait, what does that mean? Of, I'm just making fun of you. Yeah, you're all right. I think a, <laughs> just um, teasing you. a big reason why it's frustrating, I think. Even even the the real injustices that you're talking about, I think they all participate in. Well, I'm not. I mean, we don't even need to argue about that. Yeah, all right, I'm saying yeah. is that all I'm saying is that like as for for me, whatever the case, I just want to know truth. Like that's what right. I'm looking can, for. Can a brother? Vent. That's what I'm can, looking can for, a, man. Can a brother vent for a while? Yeah, sure. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm just looking for truth, right? Like whatever the issue is, whatever people want to like discourse over, I want to know the truth about it. I don't, and so and like once and you know, and that's everyone's just got this narrative they want to yeah, propose, right, and it's yeah. not. It's like it may be based on this like little like nugget of truth originally and then they just go off on like into nonsense it's, and it's yeah, just it's like frustrating it's just like you don't like once the banner like once it's done put the banner down yeah. like like people are calling this movie a victory and then you really need to find something else to find a stink about right like come on <laughs> i know it, it's, it's crushing to me. it's crushing everybody no I mean, it's, seriously it, it, it's <laughs> sorry this no, small sorry, rant no. i just 
It just bothers me so much. Like, don't make stuff up. I was like, all I had to do was like a five minute Google search. Yeah. And people were like, oh, yeah, this feminist page posted this. It's really faulty sources. And like, here's what actually happened. They both made the same amount of money. And um, right. they, um, Amy Adams, who plays Lois Lane, made um, like made like a seven figure sum, like way over Henry Cavill in, in Man of Steel. Right. Because she's a much bigger actress. Yeah, like, right, people right. knew who she was. Yeah. And she Lois was, Lane is was, a very popular. Well, right, but it anyway. was it was about the actress, like right. like like just Amy Adams. Like people know who she was. They didn't know who Henry Cavill was when right. Man of Steel came out. We barely knew who Gal Gadot was when right. she, when when she did right. Wonder Woman. So they got, both got paid the same amount of money. Yeah. Cool. There's nothing to argue about. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just hate how social media could have been this source of like people getting together and sharing information that's true with each other, and it's just it's just misinformation after misinformation. It's just it's just people. Just yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's it, the, the only way to understand them is to read the book of Proverbs. It's the only way to understand these people. Anyway, and even it, then, it's still hard. Even then, it's still hard. Yeah. Even then, um, well, I mean, Proverbs says better better to grab a dog by the ears than to come across a fool in his folly. You know, that's that's what you're saying. You're co- you're coming across the fools in their folly, and you're being unbelievably frustrated by it. So anyway, moving along, uh, we're going yep. to talk about our lists today. Oh, yeah. uh, our lists are uh, three times that you were impressed by a non-actor. And what we mean by that is a lot of times uh, people try to break into Hollywood, rappers, uh, singers. It's, u- it's usually people in the music industry. Well, it's some. I mean, yeah. I would also say sports industry. Sports, sports, sports yeah. industry also do that. Uh, I, I would say it's usually people in the music industry. Um, they try to become a triple threat, if you will. Um <laughs> And, you know, sometimes it's, it's great, and sometimes, uh, usually it's not so great. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, right. and, and, but there are times, uh, there are times where you, you come across somebody and you're like, wow, this person made a name for themselves in a field that was outside of Hollywood, but they broke into Hollywood and they just totally killed it. They just they, they destroyed it. They did such a good job. Now, uh, Dove, you're kind of moving over there. We'll start with you. I think you're, I think you're ready. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and my list, I'm sorry about this because it's probably the weakest list. Okay. I don't know that it is. I, this I, was a tough one for me, too. This was I tough for me because I'm just racking my brains going, okay. You, you are know, the weakest list. And, um, <laughs> you know, and, so, and one of these, it, I don't even know if it really belongs on here, but I think you'll appreciate it anyway. Okay, so. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, one, okay, so things that impressed me that I went, wow, they actually did pretty well. Is this list in order? No, there's okay. no particular no order particular in this. Order. Cool. Okay. No, no, no. But the first one I wrote down, I was impressed with Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the yeah. rundown. Okay. I, okay. I, I didn't see the rundown. It was the rundown. Oh, anyway, that that will go on or one of the most underrated movies lists. That, Dove, anyway. Dove, Dove. Let me tell our listeners that Dove has, uh, in my opinion, a weird obsession with this movie. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a little. Que- I question it's, where this obsession. It's Dove thinks obsession. it's hilarious. I, I it think really it's, is. It's, it's okay. I think the movie's just okay. I'm just throwing that out there. Du- you're going to hear a winning it. recommendation you, from Dove you for this movie because it you're had. You're going to hear a mediocre recommendation. One of the. One well, of actually, days, hold on. Who's the days? other actor in that? Sean William, William Scott. Scott. Oh, but I listen, think I have seen yeah, it. Yeah, actually, okay. But listen, and Uncle Rico's in it. Anyway, and, see, and, see and Christopher you, Walken, and, and anyway. see how you forgot. Anyway, the sniper. Yeah. The, uh, speaking of which, the sniper from yeah. uh, Wonder Woman is in it too. He's the, he's, he's the funniest thing. Anyway, no, Sean William Scott's the funniest thing okay. in that movie. But it actually has. We have to do a list at some point of maybe top ten or top five best scenes in a movie. Okay. Okay. We have to talk about that in, mm-hmm. in one movie. In best scenes in a movie, mean like top like. 
You're fine. If you think okay. like you, it may be a bad movie, but there may be good scenes. In oh it, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Where, where sure. you're, there's scenes in certain movies, certain acts, certain parts of movies yeah. that are like this that blow you away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Okay, and so we we have to do like I already have like in my head. There's so <laughs> many, but anyway, and the running has one of those. So, in, <laughs> but any, that that no one else has ever done and has not done since. I feel like comedies anyway. have a lot of those. Like a comedy um, so may not anyway, be good overall, was, but has like a scene that's just hilarious. Right. And so true. he was. That's this true. was. This is one of the movies where he was first breaking out uh, from his professional wrestler. Yeah. Into mm-hmm. into Hollywood. This is one of the After first. After the movie. Mummy Two. <laughs> oh yeah. It's not even the Mummy Two. It's, it's not the even. Scorpion King. Well, no, yeah. he was in the Mummy Two. Oh, that's right. That's as right, the Scorpion and, King, right. and, and then he, he got his own movie. And he wasn't yeah. that great in it. Well, he right. didn't really so do anything. Was, right. He just he kinda, say, Here, don't they did it for They got him for his body. He just was huge. And um and so in that one though. He did a good job of acting and improved from the last couple to mm-hmm. the point where I went, he did really well. And I wasn't expecting him to do well, mm-hmm. but he did. Okay. So that's one. The Rock and, and, and that one. Another one, I, I didn't see this whole movie, but I saw parts of it. And I was impressed with this guy, even though he didn't continue in Hollywood after this. Mm-hmm. One movie, as far as I know, only one movie that he did, but I thought he was, did a really good job. And that was Eminem and 8 Mile. And I didn't see the whole. I didn't see the whole thing, um, but he he really in the parts that I did see. Well, it's about his life, right? It's sort of, but it's, it's about on, the, it's big, it's about life. this grungy this guy that li- lives in, with his mom in a trailer uh-huh. and just co- constantly is screwing up and just is this guy is trying to make it in the rap industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's constantly being. And, and here's why I think because maybe it just wasn't him, but the directing and the writing. It really felt real. Like this guy, this is a real situation. This is how this is, and this is how real people live out here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, I just thought I was like, he really pulled. And I didn't. I, here's what it was. I didn't see Eminem the rapper. Mm. Yeah. I saw B Rabbit, Jimmy. Right. Going through all this. I can't stuff. believe you remember his name. <laughs> B Rabbit. I guess he did. I guess yeah, really I just did remember, have a, well, yeah, an impression. It just, it just yeah, and and it made an impression. And I was like, that he's doing. And then I just. I walked away from him with that. He did a really good job with that. That's and true. Eminem did not do a bad job acting. He did. He did. Maybe he just played himself. Maybe that's what I was going to I was going to say, if it's about his life, he probably just played himself. He probably just right. at, harnessed what, what made his life so difficult in the first place. I so. get right. Maybe. And, and those but, but I don't think there was any other movie he ever acted in after that. Yeah, you're right. Right. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't know of any right. other. So I was, I don't know. So I don't know if that would qualify necessarily, maybe but I was cameos. Was but I was, I was impressed by that. Okay. Um, and th- this one, this this guy was already an actor, but I, I thought the job he did was so good that it that it warranted being on the list because going from one genre to another uh, impressed me immensely. So this is more of a genre than it is a non-actor being an actor. Okay. okay. And I put Jim Carrey when he when he acted in the Truman Show. Okay. And like from a comedy to a drama. And I felt like some guys, I, I like he to me was, it was nothing but comedy and quirky comedy until then. Mm-hmm. And when he did the Truman show, I thought to myself, this guy is one of the rare talents of our age. Like this, he could do anything. Mm-hmm. And he took that role. He was Ace Ventura and um, Lloyd Christmas, Lloyd Christmas and liar, <laughs> liar and all yeah. this. And, he, and, that, and that is, the name. this is, and that's who he is. And he can play different comedy acts. Uh-huh. And when he did that movie, especially at the end where he's just uh, crying and banging on that wall and just like, 
I was like, this like he could he he is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he can do anything. And he dropped off ever since that for whatever reason. But yeah. Um got divorced. Like I said, well, this isn't that he was not he, got divorced, he was not he, he was not well, a nine. That, that might have been it, but he's yeah. Actually he's not dropped off the earth. He's uh, producing something right now. He's producing a comedy show on HBO. And right? he also Which came out with a with a box but. office smash hit, Mr. Pebbles Penguins. What? What? I don't, I don't know. Okay, I, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> there's a movie. He came so, out with. so but he's also a jerk. Yeah, and I like don't honestly, know. like per, from a personal standpoint, I feel like every time I see an interview with him recently, he's a jerk. I, Luke's right though. Like something, ha- I don't know Mr. what happened. Mister Popper's penguins. Oh, I don't know what ha- I don't know what happened to that dude. But right. he went from like maybe he was always this way, and he just didn't reveal it until later on in his career. But he like became a cynical jerk. Yes, he really. Um, yeah, he's I didn't just know that. like yeah. I knew that he yeah. fell off, but again, this, I don't know if that really qualifies. It was just something that I thought of, because um, he was already an actor. He already did movies. He was an actor, but he was a comedy strictly. Yeah. And then after that, I was I. I it was just so impressive to me that he could do that, and and somehow still brought some of that comedy aspect to that character, even though it really wasn't a comedy. Yeah. Right. If you it's remember true. that, yeah. it really wasn't. But he Absolutely. somehow Absolutely. made it a comedic, entertaining type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how I did it. it was, it was, it was that good. So, so like I said, it's probably the weakest list, mm-hmm. but there you go. Cool. All right. Congratulations. You are the weakest list. Go ahead, Joey. <laughs> well, we haven't proven that yet. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, all right. So for, I, uh, mine does, I think I, yeah, mine, mine goes probably in, uh, we'll go from three to one. Okay. Um, and, uh, my, mine, Kind of, I my start off a little bit weird, but then it, it goes into like childhood characters. Okay. For me, this wasn't necessarily um, non actors who I was like blown away by mm-hmm. in the sense of like, wow, what an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. But they just they created particular characters for me that were just like right. wonderful. Yeah. And so like, and maybe they never did anything in in acting again, but like for that particular point, mm-hmm. they were awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, so we're gonna start with <laughs> we're gonna start with um, Ken Jung. I believe that's how you say his last name. Um, I did my best to try and figure out how to say it. And I think that's how you say it. Um, I think that most people know him from he's the gangster in the Hangover movies. But I was going to say specifically that he plays a character named Ben Chang in Community. It's a television show. Okay. But um, we've been watching it recently, and it's just he's wonderful. But he's a doctor. So, like, he's actually a doctor. Um, and so, cause I think he has like a TV show now that's like, he's a doctor, he's a doctor something, but, mm-hmm. um, he's a doctor, like has, still has this practicing license and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh, he just like, just plays an incredible, like zany character just adds so much. I, the, the but show by be, profession, he is a doctor. Yeah. But by okay. profession, he's a doctor and he just kind of like broke into certain things being like this really weird zany Asian character. Okay. Um, but he's just, he's wonderful in community. And so okay. like Ben Chang is just like. There's several characters in that show that are just like immortalized for me. So that like one that one <laughs> that one goes up there with like that one goes up there with the office for me. I just like like that show so much. Okay. But um, wow. not better than the office. Right, right. Office is always my favorite. Yes. But um, <laughs> but but he um and so he's just like one of those we we're watching Athena and I are watching it right now and I just like every time he comes on I I'm like smiling cuz he's just like yeah. got wow. something like so fun. He like at one point he does this like Lord of the Rings Gollum thing where he's like part <laughs> evil and like there's an evil side and there's a good side. And yeah. he's just like doing the Smeagol thing, right? Where he's like, oh, I just want to be their friends. And he's like, they can't be your friends. Yeah, he's like yeah, doing yeah. it all in one scene. That's it's great. just really good. And this dude's like a doctor. And so okay. I don't know. It's just really funny. I can't. It, yeah. So I, I just really appreciate him. Okay. All right. And from here on out, it's it's childhood favorites. Okay. Number two, uh, I'm going to go um, Andre the Giant. 
as Fezzik from the Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just, I love he that movie. He was great. So, yeah. yeah, I love that movie. He and again, good I don't think that. he did anything. I don't know if he did anything else after that. Um, I know he, I think he passed away. I don't know. I don't know how long after that movie, but um, I just. Billy Crystal actually made a movie called My Giant that mm-hmm. was based off his interactions with uh, Andre because they became really good friends oh, after cool. they worked together. Yeah. Um, and I remember watching My Giant as a kid, but I didn't know it was about yeah. actually Andre the Giant. Yeah. It's based on Andre the Giant. Yeah, my and wow. actually, my uh, my aunt Renee actually met Andre the Giant. So. Really? Yeah, she said he Get was out. like the sweetest person. So oh, I, yeah. be, I, I bet you, I bet you. Although apparently, although apparently she said, I think if I remember correctly, she actually said that um, I, maybe she met him. She was a um, a waitress and a bartender at several different places. Um, and so I think she said that she actually witnessed him do like a drinking contest, uh-huh. and that he like apparently like drank. I don't know something ridiculous like a hundred beers or something uh-huh. like that, and just out drank everyone under the wow. table. I mean, he was massive. He was like seven yeah. feet yeah, tall, right? right? But I just, <laughs> but I just, she just said like she just said it was like ridiculous. Wow. So that's cool though. But I just yeah. So Princess Bride, he's a wonderful character. Um, yes. And then he, he did really do a good job in that movie. He coming, did, yeah. coming yeah. across as you know the character that he was supposed to play. He really was his own character that was separate. From Andre the Giant, yeah. I felt like yeah. you know, Fezzik is his own kind of person. Yeah, you know, very well. Yeah, done. he did a good job of. It. He was a gentle giant, but he wasn't either yeah. in mm-hmm. that movie. Right. Yeah. It was. It was. He, I don't know. That's right. He he did a really good job. Yeah. yeah. I thought so too. And then, all right, my last one um, is John. Um, I think it's Ma- Matisak, uh, who played Chunk. From the Goonies. Oh, okay. That'd be my other one. He's a football player. So or or like was a football player. I don't know. Again, I don't think he did any acting after the Goonies either. Or no, he didn't play I'm sorry, he didn't I wrote down Chunk. He did not play Chunk. He played um Sorry. That has one of the, that, that talk about one of the best scenes in any movie when they're all charging him and then he starts going. Emote. That was funny. and then they all start doing it too. It's <laughs> funny. That, it's just little things like that that yeah. make a movie great. He played sloth. Okay, oh, that's sloth. what I'm talking about. Not right. the kid, not okay. chunk. He played sloth. Right. So, okay. Yeah. So, so, like, so he was a professional part, football or? player before he got. Yeah, he was a professional football player football player before that i don't think he did anything else after that at least memorable but um for that movie again this is like childhood movies okay right? yeah but he's just like i don't know he plays an iconic character oh, so. give me one of your honorable mentions one of my honorable mentions all right one of my honorable mentions was i said oh um i said david bautista who plays drax uh, okay. in guardians of the galaxy right specifically yeah, I, I, know you, I know you guys didn't i know you guys didn't see guardians of the galaxy 2 but right. um he just like steps it up okay so i just like, i actually liked him in in uh, the third bond movie what was that called? I actually um, said that to you. Was he was in the new Bond movie, wasn't he? Was yeah, he the newest Spectre? one. Yeah, Spectre. Spectre. Yeah, where he was the bad guy. Like he didn't say anything. He was just. Yeah, he was menacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. He, he did a good job in that role. You can't beat Bond villains, man. Yeah, that's true. But I just yeah I um but uh, uh Drax Guardians of the Galaxy two he's kind of like one of the highlights of that movie for me. Okay. Like because I kind of actually felt like he was sometimes like m- m- one of the weaker points of the first one. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like everyone was really in character and then I wasn't entirely sure what they were doing with Drax sometimes. Yes. And yeah. then like and they like got together and were like we needed to find this character. Okay. Better. Okay. And so, great. And he's yeah. kind of he's kind yeah. of a ridiculous idiot, but he's hilarious. Okay. So yeah, that was one of my honorable mentions. It's funny that you mentioned. Uh, the Princess Bride, as I was as I was driving around today, I was thinking about that movie, and I, I, I think that you know, um, I tell our listeners this probably a lot, but the, I think the unofficial opinion of this room right now is that The Matrix is probably the greatest movie ever made. Um, you know, when you, once you take everything into account, but 
<laughs> either a, a very either tying it Agreed. or a very close, very uh, unbelievably close second has got to be the Princess Bride. I mean, to best movie ever, to best movie wow. ever made. I mean, it, it's timeless. Yeah, it has all the elements to a story. I mean, you know, the basic storytelling model um, is, hey, Dad. Read or mom, read me a story at bedtime, and that's what that move that movie is centered mm. around. That the basic mm. premise of telling a story, and it's got intrigue, yeah. romance, drama, suspense. You know, even a little bit of horror with it, the rats. Even a little bit Dude. of horror. I mean, it's got what doesn't that movie have? <laughs> you know, and 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 you know what? Thirty years from now, it's still going to look the same since it wasn't. You know, it's not yeah. based on the culture, with the exception of of uh, Fred Savage. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, that'd be that'd be another good list list of um, movies that withstand the test of time and we'll, and, we'll, of time. and we'll continue to yes and well, and and and, and, yeah. and i will say that it beats the matrix in that in that respect because the matrix is is, is, is dated a little bit it's dated yeah it is but this movie is not uh, this movie's dated a I little bit because that. the room the room that he goes into is obviously you know he's, he's got all this stuff and the haircuts and the styles but once you get into the actual story it's not dated because it's based on you know um you know medieval england and well all and it's all yeah. it's also gonna be hard it's also gonna be hard for any of us to argue that that maybe like any movie that started using cgi is is like the best greatest movie ever because they all get dated eventually like i don't know yeah like cgi think, just well, gets movies, better and better so see and, and yeah matrix has I, a little bit of that it has, so. a, it has a little bit but it's very little and yeah, i think i think true. i think i think 10 20 years from now because because they didn't really yeah. use they use real character they, they used high wires right you know, that's what yeah, they that's use true. you that's know true. and and the, the, and the actors did this stuff and that yeah. and so yeah in, in that instant i don't think now second one yes the second yeah, one, sure. that's bull, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. because, well, because they already they're already full, dated. They full already of CGI dated. of yeah. his whole body. You know you right. can't do that. Well, yeah. okay, I'm going to axe this right now because this is a rabbit okay. trail that, yeah. that deserves way more time than we can give. Well, it I was right. going to say I feel like we should do like a one-off half an hour episode best movie ever, best just movie like because <laughs> <laughs> I because be I, I think I'm being. I mean, I love The Matrix and The Princess Bride. Don't get right. me wrong, but I, I don't know that I would say that the best Listen, movies ever. Dark Knight, like I said, Dark Knight Rises is not the greatest movie. Wait a minute, hold on. I was going to argue any of them would be Dark Knight, but I wouldn't. Okay. Okay. Dark Knight Rises. Like I said, that's the unofficial opinion. But okay, so Bale's Batman for, for, is dated. For, for my list of three times I was impressed by a non-actor, uh, my number three is... Uh, is this is an order, like three to one? Uh, actually, I think I'm going to do three to one, okay. yeah. Uh, Chris Christopherson in the Blade series was phenomenal. Uh, you know, Chris Christopherson made, got his mark, you know, being a writer and a singer back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Um, and didn't, you know, he, oh. he acted in a couple movies. I just but thought of one. Darn it that I didn't put my list. Didn't make a mark. But when he was Whistler in the Blade series, he was just that his was, first movie? He didn't no, no, before? he's 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 done movies before, but they're like all seventies movies, and like right. he does really small roles, you know. And, and I think there's might be one where he headlines, but it, you know it's not that great. But he right. he, he is not Chris Christopherson is not known for acting. But when he did, you know, Whistler, you know, they scoped out your security system, you know, and, you know, it, yeah. and the names that he, he calls people, you know, and, and you know, the, the approach that he takes, you know, found him on the street, you know, you got him off the blood. You know, he does a really good job of selling me the character of Whistler. He, he is the, the phenomenal job uh, acting as as Whistler in the Blade series. So that's number number hmm. three. I've actually never seen the Blade series. Oh, really? Is it worth um, watching? You should. Um, yeah. Yes, actually, I, I would argue well, it is. It, it really is a very good action another, genre. Another Wesley comic Snipes. book, less known comic book. Yes. I, know, I do know. Marvel. I do know. I do know yeah. the comics, and I do know it Wesley is a comic. Snipes I just, does a really good job. It um, was. It was. It was during the time of 
uh, superhero movies where I wasn't allowed to watch R-rated movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, him and, so I kind of missed it. Yeah, really freaky clashed, stuff going yeah, and on. He kind of clashed with Captain America and stuff like that a lot because of his methods. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Like Punisher. Yeah, sort like of, yeah, like very Punisher. similar. Yeah, we're talking about Blade now, not Wesley Snipes. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, I do reckon actually Blade 2, I think, is my favorite. I never okay. saw the third one. Okay. Um, now, the, my second person um, is uh, Donnie Wahlberg from uh, uh, Sixth Sense. Now, this guy, obviously, Donnie mm-hmm. Wahlberg, got his uh-huh. start in New Kids on the Block. Right, so right, he's a, right. he he is one of the first boy band pr- people. I mean, I mean, imagine with the exception of Justin Timberlake, imagine you know a boy band person coming along and doing a performance like what you see in Sixth Sense when he comes in and the dude's you know he's naked in the, in the uh, uh, the bathroom and he's freaking out because you know, uh, yeah. you know you, what does he scream at him? I, I want you to uh, you should have helped me or you yeah. know you were supposed to help fault. me. It's your fault that I'm this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But he was like, "You were supposed to help me." And he starts screaming yeah. at him, and, he, and he's he's lost like eighty pounds. You know, he's thin as a rail, and you know he he does an amazing job uh, acting. And not only that, but you know, I don't really like to reference actors in TV shows because this move this podcast is not about TV shows. But yeah, sorry, I did that. The, the pseudo it's a pseudo TV show, kind of, but it's a miniseries. Uh, the HBO. Band of Brothers, Donnie Wahlberg, yeah, a, a phenomenal. Yeah, he's, a, he's a great actor. Phenomenal job in that, you know, lesser um, known. Yeah, very well done job playing um, Carwood Lipton in uh, Band of Brothers. So again, somebody who got to start in a boy band comes in and just totally kills it in Sixth Sense. Uh, a wonderful job done by uh, Donnie Wahlberg. And my number hmm. one. I'm surprised this wasn't on your list. Maybe it was. The uh, guy I knew you no. Of. I, I I it was going to be, but I knew you would talk about it. Oh, um, so I didn't put it on my list. Uh, David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. David Bowie in uh, uh, the Prestige. The Prestige. Oh, the Prestige. Labyrinth. Nice. Definitely not the Labyrinth. <laughs> nice, Joe. Good job, dude. Wow, I was <laughs> wondering if you thought Labyrinth. That's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah come on. It's okay. It's come childhood. on. Childhood. You're right. No, no, no. That's not what I was thinking of. I was thinking of the Tenth Kingdom. Oh, you're Labyrinth talking. was whatever. Okay. Tenth Kingdom was what I was like. Okay. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Um, is he so, in the Tenth Kingdom? No, he's not. Oh, um, <laughs> he's not even in it. It's just that's that's that's, that's where your mind went. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Similar. Um, David Bowie. Uh, I was watching it with uh, a friend of mine at the time. We walked out of the theater, and he said, uh, talking about Tesla. He said, "I think that was David Bowie." And I was like, "I was like, no, there's no way that was David Bowie. There's no." freaking way that was david bowie and sure enough he looks it up and, and he was like that was david bowie and i was like that was david bowie oh my goodness when you consider the freaky nature of who that guy is this weird stuff that he's into that's like watching marilyn manson do a good acting job i'd be like floored if i saw a marilyn manson do a good acting job now i don't I, know if he was that evil I, I know i i recognize i recognize that David Bowie has been in movies before, but his his thing is not movies. His thing is music. And when he played uh, Tesla, I, 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 I was like, wow, I can't believe that this is David Bowie doing this job, communicating the gravity and the, the nature. I don't know if that was Chris. Uh, I don't know if that was um, director. Nolan. Uh, Nolan. Chris. I don't know if that was Christopher Nolan doing his thing. Yeah. You know, being like, hey, you know, do it this way. Do it this way. Put the camera angle here or whatever script. But – he just did a really good job, and I was like, well, probably one of the first times in my life that I was like really impressed. Like, I can't believe I just saw this guy do this acting job. So that's yeah. my yeah, list. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't see uh, David Bowie. You saw Tesla. In yeah, your mind. That's, that's exactly right. And when I think about Tesla, I think about David Bowie. You know, or, or rather, yeah. that person. You know, maybe. Well, I mean, David I think Bowie. there's. I think 
with some of those too, it's there's almost a case to be made for non non actors in movies too, because it's like then you get to yeah. actually see if they can pull it off well, then you actually get to see the character. Because sometimes we do like see a particular right. actor and we're like, oh yeah, that's this actor, like insert actor, and then you kind of expect something. So I mean, and they can they can get away from those expectations, but a lot of times they just kind of meet up to them, like your uh, issue with Chris Pratt. And so, right. like, so like you see Chris Pratt in a very specific role every time, and so therefore, like, no, I don't, he, I don't see him in that role. That's what he plays. Well, sh- okay, like, yes, that's true, but that's true. <laughs> but what I, I mean is, yeah, I know, like, what you, I know what you mean. I mean, just like, like, maybe he'll surprise you at some point in the future, maybe not. But you still like expect a certain thing now when you see Chris Pratt in a movie, right? Right. That's and correct. so, and so, I'm just saying. So sometimes that like gets in the way of you actually seeing what the writer intended the character to be, right? And so when it's someone like, right. and so when it's someone like. You don't ex- like again, like when I saw um, uh, Gangs in New York, um, and I did not realize that was Daniel Day Lewis. Like right. I just like right. I was like blown away by the butcher man watching right. that movie, and then someone was like, "Yeah, that's Daniel Day Lewis." I was like, "What?" Yeah, but yeah. I just right. I that was there was the butcher, the character. There was no actor. There was like that that whole like wall outside of like that like separates reality and the movie like was gone for me. Like right. yes. that was the butcher, and that was it. That blew yeah. your mind, Joe. Yeah, that just your bl- yeah. mind just poof. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. And so there's just like, so like when I like can watch it and be like, remember that character, not even realize like who that actor was. Then I know like, and a lot of times that happens with non, non acting actors or like people who are thrown into that role. That's right. Anyway. So that, those are our lists for tonight. Now, uh, I will say this, uh, I'm about to say what we're going to do next month. Um, before I say that, I want to say real quick that, you know, before we do this podcast, Joey comes down into the basement and Dove comes down to the basement and we spend about maybe a half an hour to 45 minutes just talking about music. Yeah, boy. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's what we do to, I don't know why we do it, but yeah. we just, we just talk about well, music for some odd reason. The reason we talk about music is because Luke takes a half hour to get his equipment together down here. Anyway. So and, we, and the headphones don't work. Wait, I enjoy our conversations about music. I know. Music. They're, yeah, they are good. I know. I, I don't, I don't know what your problem is. I, if you don't want your headphones, I can take them away. <laughs> No, um, I just want them to work. Like I actually want them to put them on my head. And oh, it's work. okay. I'll take them away next time. Anyway, <laughs> no, so no, no, so just, we, next month for, for our um, for our um, lists, what we're gonna do is I, I had to, you know, since we're movie buffs, uh, this one kind of combines our love for movies and music. Ooh. We're gonna do three worst soundtracks. Worst soundtracks. Yeah, I have to go with worst soundtracks worst. because when you do best soundtracks, that one. You know, that one's probably going to have to take, that one take, I think, a very long time. And that's a very difficult one. I, I, I was, because I was trying to think of like, what is the best soundtrack? I really don't know. And, you know, the criteria, I think, is maybe even more shifting than what the best movie is. Well, maybe, but I, oh, I think we should do it. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do it eventually. But oh, for now, okay, we're going right. to go, let's okay. try it out. Okay. Let's start small. We're, all right, we're going to start and we're small. we're going to try it with I'm three worst soundtracks. Worst soundtracks. <laughs> because there are very bad soundtracks. And you listen, you go, what? Yeah, you know, what, what were you doing? What am I listening to? Yeah. So next month, that's what we're going to do. This has been a broadcast by Streetwise Theology brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society, Agents of the Silver Screen. Thank you so much for listening. See you guys.
Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com and thinkandreform.org. Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom.